You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Hello. Uh, this This episode, uh, our guest is Mike Somm. He's a local Portland producer. He's on the stateside roster. Um, It was a good one. We talk about a little bit of everything. We talk about the new A Perfect Circle album and how Mike doesn't like it. And he's a negative old man. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) God damn. uh, It was a good one. Uh, Take it away, Andrew. Spaceship sound. We have the technology. Welcome to the stateside pod kizzle. Welcome to the stateside. It it was a monster match. <laughs> God damn it! You do have a graveyard smash. Mike, how's your mom? She's doing uh pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Graveyard smash. You know, she's a she's a mom. She's a scrapbooking lady. Scrap? No, scrapbooking. Oh, your, your mom? Yeah, she's a total scrapbooking mom. What does that mean? Like she scrapbook. Like, old like when you get to your like mid to like you know when you're middle aged woman, married, you have kids, you you dwell into the uh, so scrapbooking she, world. She's taken. Uh, huh? She's taken. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Fortunately, for a long time. How crazy would that be if I dated your parents? Your mom? Are still together? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was like one of the only few kids Me growing too. up Me that too. like parents yeah. weren't divorced and like actually in love. Yeah. My parents adore each other. Yeah. It's, same. It's all. Awesome. Like, are they, they in set love, a though? standard that's just so impossible. Wait, what? Are they in love though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My my dad's crazy about my mom. It's yeah. ridiculous. No, it, it it wouldn't work anyway with them. It, no. Like if they tried to do it, or if they tried to go with someone else, sure. it wouldn't work. My mom's too stubborn. Yep. and My dad's just way too patient. She hasn't met me yet. We'll talk about that later. All right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> let's let's officially begin here. Andrew, you good? We're good to go, man. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the Stateside Podcast. I am James, and sitting next to me is Neil Engel. Hello. With our trusted producer, Andrew Carrion. Today, our guest is Mike Som. Mike, you didn't do beep, beep, beep with us. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. Andrew, you got to work on that, man. We got to get those. We can move on now. Mike Som is part of the Stateside family. I represent him as, as a manager would. Yes. He's also a dear, dear friend of mine. Um, how long have I known you? For only... I mean, I've known you for a few years. Yeah. I mean, it's we. It's like we've it's like always... like this time last year is when I first started to... Yeah. And then I think usually before then, it was always just kind of... We'd go to see a movie. You kind of that deal. guy with Stefan. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was just hanging... Steph and I were like, hey, we're going to go see 
what was that? We were gonna go see. We went to go see Black Mass, <laughs> and we were all just like, wow. "Oh, did you like that movie?" No, there's, there's no way you did. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way you did. <laughs> you and, you and Stefan awesome. are very similar. Well, it was just like they tried to make it too much. <laughs> to like, be fair, I didn't like it very much. Yeah, I think after the movie, we were all just kind of like. Yeah, we, we expected way more. Well, that was the thing; it was built up to be this fucking thing, like and the next departed like, or something. Yeah, shit. exactly. And it just You're like was no, not at he all. was just in a goofy like makeup. That wasn't convincing at yeah, all. Not at all. And they tried to make you feel bad for him, right? Even though he was just a total piece of shit. He was dude. a real asshole. Yeah, like a murderous, torturous asshole. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of cool, Mike, because it just it's just now occurring to me <coughs> that you were on the podcast right about at the one-year mark for stateside management. Damn. Isn't that interesting? Is that just interesting. sort of Time landed. flies and uh, comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty fucking cool. That's sort of serendipitous. Um, you were the He was the first one you managed, right? Yeah, he's yep. the first guy. He's the pioneer. And look, man, I, we talked about it on the last, last episode. I owe everything to you, and I will for a long time. You gave me a chance when no one should have or no one had a reason to. God damn it, um, James, you're fired. No, I, <laughs> I give people a chance who have a plan. When they don't have a plan, I don't give them a chance. I did have a plan. You had fair, a plan. I had a plan. That's, yeah, that's it, a good. That's a good way to live. I never. I had a website. It no, it's it's yeah. really when people try to come up to you with, you know, some idea to do something, and it's just not well thought out, or, and there's just no planning. It's just kind of like, well, like, is it no, actually? It's, it's the same as investing in a business. You're not gonna well, and having an idea is different than a plan. Yeah, you know, like you always hear, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always mm-hmm. talks about people who are like. I thought of Snapchat. I was like, good for you, dickface, that you didn't implement it. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 just because you had a fucking idea doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It, it really doesn't mean a whole Lots lot. Lots of people probably had the idea. just took one asshole to just find the right guy. people to put money into That's it. That's right. To actually make it work. So, with that said, man, thank you officially on Oh, air. thank you for It means a lot buddy. to me. Yeah. You've been awesome. Well, instead of me explaining to the audience who you are, how about you take a, a few seconds to... Kind of take people down the quick road of where you come from, what town you were born in. Yeah. You're from Vegas originally, right? Yeah, born and raised. Uh, born and raised. It's a Are you a gambling addict? That's my first question. No, I mean, that's what's <laughs> weird is... Uh, I know, I have so many questions for Mike. Like, every time we talk about him growing up in Vegas, it's just like, mm. you know, what was that like? It's weird because it's def- it's it's a big city, but it's... It's a big city that runs like a small town. Right. So, like, even though, like... We and it's a, a real town. Yeah. There's actual people doing yeah. actual things. It's yeah. not... Yeah. yeah. It's not just a, you know... Gambling and... It's not just what's going down on the strip. There's right. lots of things going on. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, growing up there was... I mean, I enjoyed it. It was... I don't think I got to experience the same thing most kids do living in other parts of the world like like instead of building tree forts you were burlesque dancing is that what you mean? i mean instead of building <laughs> <laughs> i mean no i i did cardboard box castles really you know that thing for a while but uh do you mean we didn't have we didn't have trees because it's the fucking desert yeah yeah we didn't we didn't get to experience any seasons right i mean it was either really concrete or desert yeah it was really hot or it was just like mildly hot it was mildly hot I mean, it would get cold. Like, we just get shitty cold wind. Desert cold, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, as a kid, I lived in Coachella Valley. In yeah. A, a little city called La Quinta, which is right outside Palm Desert. Yep. It sounds exotic. 
Yeah, and like it, it's the same thing. It's like 120 degrees in the summer, literally. Yeah. yeah. And then in the winter, you know, it's like 60 degrees. And yeah, like you can enjoy. You can enjoy being outside during the winter, right. probably a lot more than what other people's winter is. Sure. But I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it was. It's very convenient. You have 24 hour everything. Right. You pretty much can have anything you want at any time. Can, so drinking in public is not just for the strip. Can you actually do that in the whole state? Yeah, I mean they're getting a little bit weird about it now, though. I'm, just, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, prostitution is <laughs> legal there too, right? Ish. It sort of, kind of. It sort of, kind of is. They're kind of vague on like you have to be like with an escort service kind of right. thing. You can't just yeah. Yeah, it's not just, I mean, there's still regulations on it. Yeah. Just yeah. like the way pot is, quote, legal here, but you can't just roll around smoking pot anywhere at any yeah. time. Yeah. You can't? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, I thought you could. I know that was well, no, I thought... Andrew's was... like, you can and you should. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought there was some stipulation to No, how... it, they treat it just like drinking. I mean, yeah. You can't walk down the freeway with a beer in your hand. And yeah. You can't obviously drink and drive. You can't... So yeah, this is whatever. why I want to go to Japan, because you can drink in public in Japan. Yeah, you can in a lot of places in Europe, too. Yeah. God damn. Most places, it's fine. It's just... It should be fine. It's, I mean, with Vegas, fun. they're starting to cut back on it a little bit, because there's always some bum who gets too drunk and sure. tries to fight people. It's a then, unique place. And then, I mean, like, yeah. yeah, and then ten cop, metro cops have to, like, come and take them down, and I think I've re- they're just tired of dealing with that Now, stuff. what was the, uh, the music scene, like, there growing up? I would assume good. So... I mean, there's so many bands from it there. It was, like... You know, it was weird. It was, it had a really, it was really up at one point, and then I feel like after... You left? No. <laughs> well, yeah, but no. Um, we had a really good music scene for a long time. Um, I think when it was, like, actually good everywhere else for the most part, like, we had a really good hardcore scene, like, pop yeah. bands, like, we had a lot of pop bands come out of there, like... You know, like the cab and uh, the cabs from there. Yeah, cabs. Cabs from Vegas. Oh my god! Killers from Vegas. Killers are from Vegas. Right. Um. Yes, we really did have a thriving scene for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then it just. I think when like around that oh seven oh eight period, I don't know what happened, but I think when music scenes started to kind of take a dive because promoters started doing that weird pay-to-play thing. thing. That kind of happened everywhere. Well, that, that see, that, well, that's what happened. That happened everywhere, and then a lot of bands that weren't good just started buying their tickets out. Right. And then, like, people, like, just stopped kind of going to shows because they, like, they would do this pay-to-play thing. The bands who were you know, buying out their tickets were only having, like, 10, 20 kids come to the show, and it was just kind of pointless. Yep. And then, like, um, yeah, it just kind of ruined the whole hierarchy, and then, like, yeah, and it's, like, I think that just spread across the entire country and stuff. And, um, yeah, and yeah. so that kind of happened. Things really did down, took, you know, took a dip for a while, and then... I feel like it wasn't until, like, the last few years things started to grow up better. Because um, there was a point where, like, we did finally have, like, a stable venue that was outside of Clark County's right. <laughs> control that they couldn't shut down. Because that was part of the other problem was, was like, uh, Clark County didn't want a music scene. They didn't, right. they, or they didn't want a local music scene. So, like, any time a venue small venue popped up it would only have like a run for why do you few... think that is 
Just because oh big, no, because they the just they big want, entertainment. They want yeah, they MGM they, to do well, and they want yeah yeah, and um, it was also the riffraff. Be- well, it was also because if the venue didn't have a liquor license, it was just more reason for them to shut it down because they don't. They'll leave venues alone mm. if they actually have bars because they'll make more they money. Make money off. Off. So Andrew yeah. just pulled up all the bands from Vegas. Wow. And I oh, yeah. I oh, Panic know. at the Disco. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Magic Hire. Dragons. I forgot about that. Cap Falling Slaughter. in Reverse. <laughs> Who? Slaughter. Jeez. Falling in Reverse. Five Finger Death Punches from there? Yeah. yeah well, they, they yes and there. no. Some of those dudes are from L.A., but then, like... The Marionette, obviously. Yeah. That's a Mike's, That's a Mike band. Ooh, Molotov Solution. So who are the, some of the bands you worked with from Vegas? Marionette. Uh, uh yeah, pretty much that's it. That's <laughs> oh, it? Oh, well, I no, mean on that on that No, uh, yeah, not on that yeah. list, but just um, in, in general. Yeah, Marionette, um, Distinguisher, uh, Friend of Foe. Right. Um, They're doing well. Yeah, just things, got things are... Things are starting to look up. Pinup artist management or whatever. Yeah, right? they're starting to look up a lot more for Dude, that. Dude, I love that band. Yeah, they're a red band. Just... Andrew, you, you might like that band. Who is it? They're called A Friend, A Foe. They're a band that Mike produced and has worked with a few times. But like, I mean, I, I've been working with those dudes forever. since they were kids. But so. like, <laughs> some of their stuff is like uh, probably the most honest, like, um, I, I wanna, like nod to Deftones, I want to say. Like, it's not like, it doesn't necessarily sound like Deftones always, but it reminds me of that same kind of, like, energy. Where it's really loosely put together, and it's it's about to fall off at any point, and it, but then it never does, and they're, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that same kind of thing. They've just really honed in on, like, being, instead of falling into the generic metal chord thing. Um, yeah. I've always managed to steer them to staying kind of more of a... Yeah, being themselves. Well, they just have a lot. They have a ton of style, I guess. Is what I yeah, mean. there isn't really. Stylish. I mean, I always the singer super I mean, cool just, and charismatic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the singer kind of has that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of chino thing. It's just, it's sort of that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sway swagger. Thing. I don't know. I yeah, like no, it a lot. They, 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 tr- they swag. They swagger. try to. Yeah, they 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 listen to a lot of bands, and you know. They always do what sounds cool and what sounds best for the song. They right. play guitars and bass. They play and guitars and bass and, and drums. They, they write. They, they, they dabble. They dabble in songwriting. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're you know. What are you drinking over there, Neil? It is a whiskey water. I mean, that that looks like Watered a down flower. Whiskey. It, it looks like you're drinking whiskey out of a flower vase. Like it a, is no, it is a so. Vase. So this is a flower vase that That's we converted aggressive. into into a cup. I, mean, okay. I didn't fill the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, okay, that, <laughs> but it's pretty awesome. No, I, I mean, I gotta speak. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, I woke up feeling sick today, so I needed some sort of cough syrup to like. Yeah. Oh, that is. Like, that I get. That yeah, that'll do. Remedy. Nope. Absolutely. Okay, so well then, so when do you leave Vegas? When do you come up here? You know, tell tell people when you started work with people i'm kind of interested like, like a little bit before that too like yeah how did well, you start recording bands so yeah, i think there. about so it was about 1718 um <laughs> the year 1718 people were in pantaloons i was recording in a teepee with a few indians <laughs> Um, yeah, like it was prior to. America. I was about seventeen. I was still like I was like barely getting out of high school, and like you know what bands I had been involved with. Like you know, I there was a band I was good friends with um, back home. I'm Eyes Like Diamonds. 
and um, mm, okay. yeah, actually, Cromit did their yep. their last record. It's one of my one of my faves from him. It turned but, out uh, but anyway, yeah, um, they would. I I was of, interning with him on that record actually. Oh sweet, yeah, yep. no, so yeah, you know those dudes, yeah. So like, um, I think I tuned the drums if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, some good sounding drums. Thanks. Like, I love the way the drums sound. Oh, you're no. Um, I want to be inside you. Oof, oof, maybe later, but <laughs> sorry. Anyways, um, yeah, so like. Yeah, I, like, my first, like, real, like, recording studio. I wasn't, like, in the band. I was kind of just hanging out with them and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was, like, my first time in a real recording studio back home. It was called Tone Factory. And, uh, yeah, it was just commercial facility-type place. And, um, you know, board, they had, I don't even remember what board they were running. Just board, lots of outboard gear, lots of cool amps and shit. So it was like, oh, I thought this was really cool and stuff. Fancy. And then, uh, yeah, and then even after getting out of high school, I was kind of like, even though probably throughout high school, I was like, yeah, the band thing should work out. And then by the time I got out of high school, I was like, eh, maybe not as much as I'd love to do this. Maybe, I, maybe you know, recording bands would be cooler. And then, yeah, I kind of just started like anybody else i just had some shitty like two input interface kind of thing and then um but did you go to school for any of this i didn't go to school I until you did. well no i did um i didn't go into school right away oh, okay kind of just like went into recording you know not really knowing anything um i had interned under uh various people but mm-hmm. it was like you know they were never not like not doing like what I was doing, like it was a lot more R and B and hip hop stuff. Right. Since usually a lot more commercial studios, that was the only way they stayed afloat and whatnot. And especially so, in seventeen eighteen. And especially <laughs> in seventeen. Because hip hop was huge in seventeen eighteen. <laughs> Back in the colonies. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, and then you know, just eventually, parents wanted me to start going to college. And then I did a semester of college, didn't really care for it. And then they were like... Well, you're destined to fail. Well, you're destined yeah. <laughs> to fail, you know. But, uh, yeah, and then, like, I ended up going to a trade school in Arizona, basically. To the make conservatory, right? Yes, the that's conservatory. My ri- that's my rival school. You're right, yeah. yeah. Dude, they talk so much shit on you guys. Oh, I know. That's we funny. talk shit about you, too. I bet it happened on both sides, yeah. <laughs> Is this between Full Sail? Full yeah, Sail oh, and yeah. Conservatory. Granted, yeah. my school wasn't... Wait, how much was Full Sail? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was... No, but... yours was way cheaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we cost like a third. It, now it's probably even less. No, than I, that. it has gone up drastically. Well, so, but full sales has gone up. Oh, I'm sure everybody's yeah. is because they know they do know. a bachelor's now instead of an associate. Everybody's so. the credit credit line's going up, dude. Today my credit or yesterday my credit line on my or on my card went up to like fifteen grand. What? It's, it's shooting up, dude. What like, card is that? I want that I'm card. Just, it's just my American Express card. It's the card I got. So oh, I you're one of those assholes. Yeah. American Express. Hey, dude, mm. I qualified. It was, it was how I got my TG2. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, um, back to staying on track. But, yeah, I, you know, went to school for, you know, nine months. wasn't too bad. It was like eight or nine months. And then after that, that's when uh, I finally had the school hit up Crummit. And, um, oh, they did it for you? 
Yeah. Oh, you guys are pampered. Oh, yeah. So we had to do the work ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, like, well, they kind of had this thing where it was, like, list, you know, all the potential places you want to go to, because obviously, you know, you may not get the guy you want to go to. Right. And I was pretty adamant about going to Chris. And, um, I mean, because it was, like... Because he's so hot. I mean, he's so, so... (laughs) I mean, it was, like... You know, there was a lot of other places, and there was some cool studios in Oregon I'd looked up, but I I didn't know anything about them. Yeah. I didn't know any of the records, so one way or the other, I'm happy it all worked out. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I was able to make the move up here, thanks to my parents for helping me out, and then uh, spent a couple months interning under Crummit and Stephen Hawks, and uh, yeah, I just had a really great rapport with all of them, and then... um. You know, I'll stayed in touch. You know, I sent some some record. I sent some stuff to Chris to mix, and same thing with Steph. And then um, when I had, because after I'd interned, I had moved back to Vegas and stayed there for about for a while. And then um, this was this was seventeen twenty when this you was seventeen twenty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this was no, this was probably about. I mean, I did my interning. Because I, I I had gone. By yeah, that you point. had you had left. You had moved to North Carolina. Yeah, at that you point. had moved by that point. So I had done yeah because I went to school. Twenty eleven. I did my internship that summer of twenty eleven. I moved back home, and then it was like beginning of twenty thirteen. I moved back um, with my buddy uh, with Nate, um, and then back to Portland. Back to Portland, and then I had stayed here for a few months trying to kind of figure out, you know, a more steady situation, but then it just didn't really work out, mm-hmm. and I ended up moving back, unfortunately. Well, actually, no. I I moved to Stockton, California for oh, I didn't a few know that. months. Well, no, so this band, the band Blood Pig was uh those were the dudes so good yeah i love that record. might be one of my favorite stuff you've ever done oh yeah it's hands down that's like if i could they do broke it, up right yeah their last their sake. last show was a few God weeks ago it. which was a bummer the pig ran out of blood huh they had to break up the pig ran out of blood it oh, ran out of blood so cool yeah, so. exactly what a, i mean oh no it was they just didn't fuck around oh no it was they were uh, that was definitely one of the best experiences i'll yeah. always remember because it was like i got to live Stay in touch so, with that bass player, right? Isn't he doing other stuff? I don't know, actually. I don't. I've never. He'd met mentioned him to me he'd start another band. Yeah, but, everybody's in. Oh, right. You never met him. How did you work with him? What's what, that? How, 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 how did you work with him if you never met the guy? He wasn't in the band. He oh, wasn't okay. in the band at that point. Yeah, at the yeah. time. And so um, I was gonna say I caught you in a lie, motherfucker. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, um, this is the Gotcha podcast. The Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that word? Bring out all the facts <laughs> to catch a pedophile. That's yeah. what this actually is. <laughs> it's just weird. They bring disarming the video podcast. up on the TV Chris Hansen screen. walks in. Yeah. So Mike, uh, screen name? Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for something that no one cares about either. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing at risk. Anyway, go ahead. But anyway, go um, ahead. Um, yeah. So I, there were a band that I had like hit up before through another mutual friend. And it was kind of like, I didn't want to move back home. And he was kind of like, well, since we were going to want to do a record with you anyway, why don't you just, like, stay here rent-free, you know, until it's just, like, done. And I'm like, 
Cool. Right. I was kind of a nomad at that point. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I didn't really care. Just getting. Work. So you did the record for like free rent. Basically, you, or, yeah. Oh wow. But I got to oh. work. I got. But it was like it was one of those dragged out things where like there was no rush on it. They weren't trying to tour, get signed. It was like. It was just like making the record everybody wanted to make and take right. as much time on it kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, and so it was just kind of like, it was just a real cool experience. Just I got to stay with them, track with them for like, you know, if there was a new song we wanted to put in the batch, we would just start tracking drums for it and figure the rest out later kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just like, if I could do every record that way, where I could spend like three months on it, yeah, like that's the, that's the way I would always do it. You know? Yeah, but for sure. Unfortunately, time, money, and scheduling—twenty days. Yeah, there is a downside to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it goes both ways. But it goes both ways. I mean, it's like I get, I, but I feel like that's also why people are putting out records that have sustainability anymore just because it's like yeah you you used to get three months to you know however long to yeah do it and really take your time on it and it wasn't always because artists being lazy or anything it was just like there was just you used to have yeah tw- you used to have 20 like people. back in the 90s i mean yeah there was a whole staff yeah and like you know if like they weren't getting it right then and there i mean granted we still you know, did yeah. some, we did editing and cheated some things, but sometimes they would make people take longer but and stuff. You have a good point, Neil. Like, on the way over here, <coughs> I was listening to the Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick, mm-hmm. and he was he was talking to a guy named Jason Bloom. Jason Bloom owns Bloom House Productions, and they mm-hmm. do all those, the most recent badass horror movies like Get Out, uh fucking i'm drawing a blank right they did like the purge and I've yeah, never, yeah i've never heard of fucking drawing a blank. basically every of... recent horror movie you've seen he produced yeah and their team produced and anyway they're known for doing like smaller production stuff so it's not like you know a hundred million dollars to yeah. do a new marvel movie no it's like stripped down so anyway the, the constraint of like doing it in a reasonable amount of time and not a whole lot of money is what is producing all these great honest movies yeah and so it's like there is something to be said for that, but at the same time, you can't be expected to deliver these amazing records. And, and these bands expect the '90s. Yeah, they expect Tool, Anima. And what they don't realize <laughs> like they, is that in that era, like you were talking about, there was a team. There was of a like team, fifty people working yeah. on it. So yeah. it wasn't just the producer wasn't doing everything. He wasn't engineering. He was just he was just playing the one poker called. in the back, saying, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, he was just <laughs> he was just taking. Yeah, he was just making the shots and. You know, making sure everything ran on time and, you know, fit, you know, fit the budget and everything. Well, then what, what are your sort of thoughts on that? Because that's actually one of the things I want to ask you is like, what, how do you see someone, not just you, but any producer, like, how do you, what's the role of a producer today in 2017? That's something I want, I like to ask everyone because everyone sort of has a different take on it. Yeah. Stefan's going to give you a different version. Yeah. Chris might tell you a different thing, right? And it's something that I'm. I'm pretty obsessed with. We talk about it all the time here. Yeah, I me mean, and Neil have that conversation I mean, all the time. It's an interesting thing because it gets thrown around a lot and misused. Yeah, but it's like this is guy who makes beats. Yeah, it's yeah. like right. I'm a producer. It's like, no, just yeah, put yeah, on Instagram. It's, that's, not, that's not. That's not. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it's there. I guess to me, a producer is just supposed to take 
you know, whatever an artist or a band brings it and make sure it's the best version of what the band wants and what the audience should want to hear. So then let me add an additional question to that, like string on then like how, how does someone not just like the definition of a producer, but how do you sort of separate yourself from all the other guys out there? I mean, in other words, if, if there were a band that came to you and is like, well, look, you know, our guitar player's got a Pro Tools rig and we got a bunch of mics and like, we're just gonna, we're gonna track it. And then like, what's the, what's the argument to have someone trained? Oh, and Well, because, you know, when you're a band and you're tracking yourself, you only have your ears. You don't have another guy telling you, you know, the, it's a producer sometimes is there to just tell an artist the obvious right is not obvious to them so basically it's like the they that answer the answer to that question has never changed that's yeah. always been the case yeah just because that's a good point so basically just because the technology is caught up to yeah. this this game that doesn't change anything yeah it's still the same goddamn thing yeah i mean some people right? could be competent enough to do it themselves and know what they want yeah you've talked like, about that to and me know before. what is required for it to um you know like if like if a band can pull that off then cool yeah like more power to you yeah i mean and that's and that sort of things happen i mean they can like track that, it was billy howardell did he tracked all the perfect circles but stuff so with that to, to a degree to a degree yeah. but to so if there's a band out there that can track their full-length record you know and actually it they caught the moment well they actually self-produced in, a, in an actual productive way do you still think that they should send it off to get mixed I mean, if someone in the in the yeah, I mean, if I mean, it always de- it you know every circumstance is different and always sure, you know, if they're technical, if it's it's like to me, it's like if you have a guy in the band who does this for a living, sure, why not? Right. But or you know, if they have it, if they have, if they understand how everything works well enough, and they know they can get there without turning it into a you know, being on the twentieth revision because this one yeah. this one thing yeah. isn't right. Um then yeah, sure. It's like why not? You know, I mean and that and honestly sometimes that's fine. Right. Because some guys can do a pretty decent job and then like I mean, you know, even with Stefan, I mean it's like, dude, sometimes Steph gets mixes that are just like, you know, very underwhelming, very soft, like it's like there's a vibe to it that's there because it wasn't being done by somebody who's quote unquote a professional, but you know, yeah. some, but when he masters it up, dude, I mean, he like, some of the things he does will make you think like, Oh, this person who, you know, mixed this, they knew what they were doing. Right. You know, right. So, that's interesting. Not, not that I'm saying that people should depend on the mastering engineer. No, no to I fix your mix. No, I think you're actually proving the point even more. Yeah. That someone like Stefan is yeah. an actual tradesman. Yeah. When he was on the podcast, we talked about this at nauseum, you know, like, I think we use example just cause you, like it's the equivalent to someone looking up how to, uh, change a carburetor or something on YouTube or mm-hmm. or whatever, like how to do anything that's sort of complicated. Just because it's there, just because education is there, that doesn't replace for the experience. Yeah, you still need a fucking mechanic. Well, the way the you way you need a professional. When, like, when I get asked this question, or by a plumber bands, or whatever. Yeah, it is. Well, the the way I describe it is like what we were talking about earlier. Like in the '90s, they had a team of people, and that's why those records sound so cool because they had so many different ears and so many different brains. And so, like, for example, if I were to ever write music 
um, and release it again, I would I wouldn't do my own shit. Like I, I might track some stuff, but I would give it to somebody else. That's really the, interesting. The, the the whole idea is to get another brain, <coughs> another perspective, another take on it. Sure. Like that's that's the whole point. Like even like I know a lot of dudes who are really 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 good at tracking, but they still and but they send me everything to mix it because they just like the other perspective. Mm-hmm. on it you know because they I, I might think of something they didn't think of and vice versa yeah i think so. yeah i think it just depends on the person depends on the person the yeah. project like you said mike i mean it's all project specific and and there's no golden rule at the end of the I day mean, you did your whole record you did the yeah, entire thing and i mean in audit i mean i i had to have stuff help me dial that in a little bit more too. there you go exactly. there you go so, yeah granted i was a little bit more on the time crunch so i had that i needed yeah. to do it right so, but it was like yeah but i mean it was yeah, if had I not had him do it, like it probably would not have come out <laughs> no. as good on a time crunch as I wanted it. To. Well, the yeah. other thing too is if you're tracking yourself, you've been listening. Like you, you deal with this all the time, probably. Like yeah. just by tracking and producing a record, after a while, you start to get desensitized to it because you've been listening to it every day for like a month or oh, two yeah. months, and so. Yeah, and so like especially if you're writing it and demoing and then going on to tracking and mixing and like there's a lot of things you're probably missing that you don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, like I'll I'll do a record up and then 6 months later I'll listen to it and be like, "Whoa, you know, why didn't I catch that?" or "Holy shit, that's actually really cool. Why didn't I think that was cool in the tracking phase?" You know what I mean? And there's yeah. just little little things like that that like time away from it, you know, the fresh years. Right. That, and that and that's why you hire other people too. Yeah, yeah. no, and I think because they're ulti- fresh, and ultimately that unbiased. Yeah, and you know, and I think for people who are in a position to, you know, be able to find, it's like they also, it's also hard for a lot of people to find dependable engineers too, because it seems like people have no frame of reference on who they go to either. So. You know, because sometimes they might, they may have done that route and it didn't turn out well. Yeah, but yeah. That, is, that doesn't mean that all producers are bad. No, no, no. Of, like what they don't, what bands don't seem to understand is when they do that and they try it, they fork out a lot of money, it didn't work out. It just means that that one brain on your project is not what you're going for. I know, and that's like, what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, but that one time, that like just and it ruins for some their dudes, that just ruins, and they're yeah. like, I'm never gonna do that again. No, we're not all the same. We're all yeah. creative people. You know, <laughs> no. you know. Like, I, I, I've I've actually turned down work in the past just because I don't think I'm the correct brain. Like, I think the music's rad. I think the band's rad. They're good people. But it's just like, yo, let me recommend you to somebody else. See, that's... More yeah, and that... And, to, you know, kill it. And then not all people are willing to do that, Neil. I mean, some guys are just like, I just want the work. I'll just do it. You yeah. know, but... But that doesn't I, help anybody. It doesn't help end. anyone. And it's really yeah. terrible karma for you as a professional guy. You know, like, uh, Ryan and I were talking about a band the other day. And we, the more we talked about it, you just like, you know, look, if it doesn't work out, or we can't figure things out, you know, like I, it may just be a better thing for me to send it to someone else. And like that kind of attitude is super fucking key. And it's really good karma to have. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not going to it's not going to serve you or the, the client or the artist, as it were to do something that you're not a good fit for. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of records that I've done that I've like done top to bottom for people and. I realize like something is just missing, and so I've hit up like Ryan Lewis. You're like, I'm that person. I I need some fucking slide fucking yeah. guitar on this, or right. I need some lap steel on yeah. this. And I sent it to Ryan, he and he just comes in with a fresh new perspective yep. on it, and he 
put shit on it and it sounds fucking awesome like i'll eat a little bit of money but they're in the end the record is fucking rad you yeah. know what i mean and did so, i tell and you that ryan's gonna be on in november no yeah he'll be in town i just yes. got so excited yes in oh in the God. studio i bet in he's got some stories oh yeah. yeah he does man it's gonna be a good one that's gonna be a hot pod yeah he's <laughs> it's gonna be a hot he's pocket. a hot guy too he's piercing he's, blue eyes well, he's, he's a good looking He's a good-looking man. He is. <laughs> oh, my God. Ryan Ryan is the man's man. He's Give just it time, nice. man. He really is. Yeah. Um, now we just all sucked Ryan's dick for a while. I know, right? Well, gobble, do, gobble. Do, do me a flavor, Mike. Uh, g- give me, like, because I think I know, but I think it'd be interesting for other people to hear. What are some of your the favorite projects you've worked on? I know you can't choose a favorite kid, but, like, what are some like what are the ones that you're just kind of proud of for whatever reason? Whether it's like you had to go to battle and it just the the experience in itself took forever. And well, just, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's or like, just sonically it turned out rad. Like, what are what are a few projects that stand out? I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like we said before, Blood Pig was a really cool record. Granted, I like, would agree. You know that nothing. You know. There wasn't a success to it. I just there was just that the was success just, is that you did it and yeah, it happened it, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and there was, but I mean that that's like a record. I'll always like you know I'll always be proud of doing that thing. Um, it's just so raw. Yeah. So yeah. Had all the right had all the right things and all the right dudes. That um, kind of record and that kind of band is like sometimes bands don't even know their own identity. Mm-hmm. And if you have to search and search and search, like what are we? Yeah. What's our brand? Then I don't know, man. You might want to like hit a refresh because yeah. it should be apparent. And I think for a band like that, it's like, oh, this is what we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's <just> fucking <laughs> rad. Yeah, I mean, and that's like they don't take they're themselves dangerous. too seriously. They're kind of funny. Their their videos are pretty cool. Yeah, they're goofy dudes, but like they, have, you know, Blood Pig for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> Should tell you everything. Yeah, I'm just hungry now. I just want, <laughs> you keep hearing that. Like, I yeah. just want some bacon. Or I just want some blood infused pork. <laughs> what, right uh, what What else? Like, um, I'm for really, any other uh, reasons. I mean, the Distinguisher record, which came out earlier this year. Fuck yeah! That's uh, that's probably been one of my proudest proudest records. They're uh, touring with Extortionist, uh, Extortionist and. And Mother Sound. Mother Sound, which you will be producing in December. Yeah. Everyone go I'm listen really, to really, those really two really, bands. I'm really stoked for that one. Yeah, Mike and I were flirting with Mother Sound for what, like a year? Yeah. For about a year? I mean, it was... Ish. 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 I mean, it was like, we hit them up a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, and not it, in totality, and it, but and yeah. And came back, yeah. But it started a long time ago, and I... God, I, <laughs> I talk to those guys a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, was, I, was the sex good? The sex was real good. Sex was real good. Excellent. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things where like you talk to a band over, and it's it's no one's fault. Just the wrong time. They were touring a lot. Yeah. Um, but they finally dropped us a line, and yeah, like now's the time. We want Mike to do it. Yeah. I Nine mean, songs, man. We can do a full length with you. Oh yeah, no, I'm really, really, really stoked. On Me that too. One. It's a band. Me I mean, too. I know I can just nail, but uh, they're also nice too. Yeah. From what I can tell. Yeah, I mean, at least the drummer so far. Hope, yeah. I'm hoping the rest of the guys aren't a bunch of dick If you're listening, show up. No, something tells <laughs> me. me the... I, I have a feeling, because the, the guitar player is like... I think he's a teacher. Oh, wow. Or whatever, so he's got to be... He's got to be a kind guy. He's got to be a kind guy. Well, I mean, you can, you can teach math, or you can teach coke dealing. 
Yeah. So, you know, he's got to deal with a bunch of shithead kids. So he's got to he's got to have a what kind of teacher? Of yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Either way, cool. um, it's going to be a good time. But, um. Uh, yeah, um, distinguisher was a really fun thing. That was just that was just a total month of just duding it up. Sure. Did you do any of the marionette stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah. yeah the, with stuff. The most recent one is. Uh, probably my favorite one out of the batch oh yeah um because the band finally got to like the one that they're doing no 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 like the mean, last the, one the last that you produced repeating yeah, yeah, yeah. history um it's it's really good yeah i mean there's what's that one song mike that's like it's a little bit it's not acoustic or anything but it's the kind of like the kind of polished like softer one um it does have acoustic guitar or it does i don't think it does but it's it's just it's like way softer it's think. the last one we shared. Oh, um, um, yeah, that one was. I'm, uh, I'm thinking of the tune. Uh, Sing it, Beautiful. It's so hard to remember any of their songs because I've literally tracked probably over. It's like 40 all or 50 I, all I have, or oh yeah, no, yeah, is that right? All I have actually. If, you look it up real fast. Yeah, yeah. T- type in a marionette. Just rolls off the tongue, Andrew. Good luck spelling that one. <laughs> You're a- backspace. Yeah, backspace. close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Scratch that. Start from <laughs> And then add an A. Add an A. R. I O N. E T T E. There you go. You got it. There we go. Marionette. Um, do all I have, or no? Is it in our bones? I think it is in our bones. I think it's in our bones. Actually, yeah. Play yep. that one. Yeah, play that shite. Well, well see we're how not going to be able to hear it, it though. Judge oh, Mike. we can't. I, don't, I could do it from my little thing. Uh it's okay. But anyway, I think that's the one. And so anyway, that that song turned out super cool. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, that was probably the quickest record I had ever tracked. Really? Really? Oh, dude, we did that, and we literally did that in like fourteen days. How many songs? Like. 14 songs. Oh, a song really? Yeah. We did drums. Was that all up here? Yeah. We did Fuck. We did the drums in like one and a half days. The bass was done in a day. Guitars was barely three days. And then Quinn was just like, it was just a week with Quinn. And uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever tracked like a full length like of that many songs that fast. Oh, I guess it does have acoustic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It uh, starts with acoustic, actually. Oh, it very much has acoustic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I love that song. Yeah, his voice is crazy. The song has some kind of Smashing Pumpkins vibe to it that I totally don't think was on purpose. I think that's just how it came out. Yeah. That's so crazy. I love this song. Yeah, Quinn is a uh, Quinn is the prime example of uh, church church singing boys. Right. They just they out sing everybody. Yeah. Flat out. Um, well, we'll even play one that of my song favorite again. moments from recording that record was there was the song that we basically had to like do this group vocal thing that was just well like a choir vocal thing that was just him. And we did it, and I was amazed and how, because he literally did, we did, like, Dude. we did, like, four takes, we did, like, four tracks of, like, 
five different things going on and it just sounds like a soul choir singing it's all done from him it's pretty ridiculous and yeah he's the he's because i think some singers and bands they just figure it out yeah like, like some drummers there's drummers who just like i had a position to fill i drum in this band yeah. but they're not like natural drummers they're yeah. not dave Grohl, right yeah and i think guys like him are the example of like a natural singer oh yeah you just can't make up for it. Yeah. I mean, obviously training came into it, like you said, church choir stuff. And I mean, dude, that's... It's, not, that's, it's goes, not to say he didn't work hard to get there. But no, like, no, I mean... There are some voices... I think Draper has a natural voice. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there's nothing I could ever do, no matter how hard I worked, at vocal None lessons, of us can sound as cool as Draper. You can't sound as cool, man. It's not going to happen. He's got that thing. This, yep. He... he and what I love about Draper's tried. style is he always figures out melodies that are like... So, like, they're, like, obvious, simple melodies, but, like... They're hooks that are in between the obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, you're like, why couldn't I think of that? I, That's so I know, cool. and it's so, like, oh, it was there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And he always does it, even with his, with that... Uh, it's because he's, he's a pop music fanboy. Like, yeah. he loves all the 80s you, you music. Have, and you like, have to be if yeah. you're going to be cranking those out all the time. Um, what about, so Chelsea Grin was something that you and Steph both did, right? Yeah. What, no, what was, was your whole role in that again? So I tracked. I know. I just want you to say it to the audience. I had, uh, I did all the guitar tracking. I worked on a lot of production elements and, um, yeah, I did a lot of, uh, there, there was some assistant mixing in there. It was like, nice. I mean, Steph still did all the, you know. He, the big dick stuff. He did the big dick stuff. <laughs> um, I did like, you know, I didn't really, I shouldn't say I really did. He did like the medium dick Can stuff. Can we change all my credits to the big dick stuff? It's <laughs> <Can laughs> up to your bro, your career. <laughs> but, As I mean, your manager, I recommend that you do that. <laughs> the big dick stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I mean, that's a big one. It's, yeah. It's no, it, it was pretty cool experience. Yeah, for it was sure. my first big label thing. And then, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I'm really... I'm really ha happy we had that experience. I mean, it was yeah. like, you know, because we had done the, me and him, like, basically tag-teamed, like, a mix, a test mix thing. And, um, yeah, it was just, you know, we really went all in on it. And, like, yeah. we That was another one that got tracked really quickly. I remember how long it you told me it took, and I was actually, like, really surprised. Well, so, because the thing with that was, because we didn't track the vocals, um, the AK had tracked all the stuff in his hometown. So like, Oh, that's he, right. Like, so Steph probably did a week of drums and then it was probably two weeks of me doing guitars. And like, it was just a lot of guitar. I mean, we, I think we had tracked 14 songs and we had done, you know, and it's low tune stuff. So it always takes a little bit more time. So we would have to like change strings out every three songs or so. Um, you know, reintonate stuff, and then you know, or just certain days we just we did as much guitar tracking as we wanted to do, and then maybe just worked on like production stuff or going back and working on some things we probably could have nailed better. And then, um, yeah, yep. and so yeah, the dudes are rad. It was a it was a dude. It was a whole lot of duding it up. Those a lot couple of weeks, it up. yeah. That's cool. Because you were living with them, too. Because they were crashing at the studio while you well, were still living. Well, there. no, they did have a hotel right down the street that they would stay at. But if there was, like, nights where, like, 
Steve and Pablo and I were up late, like, they would just crash at the studio. Because pretty much every morning we were getting pine stained. Dude, so <laughs> it, what's – I forgive me, but the drummer's name? Pablo. Dude, Pablo, I saw him – I saw beast. Chelsea Grin for the first time, not this warp Tour, but last year's warp Tour. Yeah. The dude is fucking insane. Pablo is a fucking machine. Dude, that and dude, yeah, he just like, fucking slays it. I was so impressed by him. Yeah, no. Because he does a lot of vocals live, too. Yeah, he like, does a lot of the low screams and, and stuff. And he's still just fucking kicking ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, Pablo is uh, Pablo's a fucking maniac, dude. That dude, like, he just... He's, like, one of the most solid metal drummers I've ever... I mean, yeah, he not just metal. He, honestly, the dude, well, cause the at, dude can groove and do whatever he wants. Well, because, yeah, at that at that Warp Tour, um, I was hanging out with the Issues guys. Yeah. And um, they we were hanging out on the bus, and they made a point, oh, Chelsea Grin's about to play. We have to go. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I've never seen him. That's cool. But, like, they, like, Josh, the drummer of Issues, like, made a point to go watch him. So we went, and we just watched, and I was just like what the fuck this dude is just fucking insane yeah he, yeah, he's an absolute maniac he's just he's just really hard hitting he uh for <laughs> he actually plays his blast beats correctly yeah uh well a little known fact most guys cannot play most metal drummers can't play blast beats correctly yeah just because you can move your two feet pretty fast doesn't mean well it's <laughs> it's like, like the left hand that stuff yeah where they're doing that and a lot of guys, like, can't match up, like... I mean, no one can perfectly get that stuff in time with, like, the kick drum or whatever. But it's a lot of the off-time stuff where they have, like... It's like the ride and... It's weird to explain. It's like they're... No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's like the ride and the kick will be on, like, 132nd and then the... Um, well, it's not, it's not just playing drums fast. Yeah. I mean, that's... Right? I mean, it's a whole style of... Yeah, yeah you like it. you have to be you can't it's very exhausting. You have to have really good technique and like you know, and that's the problem is a lot of guys who get into metal like they don't like just learn from basics cuz Pablo wasn't like a metal drummer coming into the band. He he like a lot of his old projects were like just big like pop punk type, you know, pop rock projects and stuff. And um I think from what I remember him telling me, he was like, yeah, he got more in, into it, mm. you know, got into more metal stuff, obviously, as he got older. And then I think by the time he got into Grin, that was when he was like, okay, I really got to really dial this stuff in and whatnot. And, yep. um, but I mean, yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's just really solid. He like, you know, he wants to always nail things. He doesn't like, you know, he, he doesn't like to pussy out on anything. Yeah, and uh, and he's also really killer guitar player too. He really? writes. He writes really. Yeah, he he's he writes. He, he wrote. Yeah, he wrote some of the song, like a lot of the real heavy ones on the record. Nice. And because um, he he That's actually cool. does do producing on the side back home. And uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Band, um, so rad band rad. <laughs> what are what are some of the other bands that like? What are some of the releases that are coming up? It should be Crown. Yeah, that one I'm really, really, really stoked How about. How do you pronounce it? Magnetar? Magnetar. It is Magnetar. Oh, yeah. Yes. Crowd Magnetar. Yes. They're fucking Magnetar. cool. I think I was saying Such Magnetar nice guys, for a man. while, but I, like, I knew that was uh, I, I was supposed to talk to um, Dan today on the phone. Oh, he, were you? He, yeah. You didn't? Fuck, it's space calling back. Oh, wow, you're fired. I know. Fired? <laughs> he Out! Wanted, he wanted to chat about some of the release stuff and oh, okay, just what sweet. we're talking about. But, yeah, Dan, if you're listening... This is probably after we've talked. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you totally blew it. Dude. Totally blew it, bro. 
Um, yeah, so they already that? got that video. They're not wasting any time. No, dude, that's what I love. That blue collar metal work ethic. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, so soon the truth. Yep. Got the signed record. to Cardigan Records. They got that coming Finally out releasing there. De- what was it, December 3rd? That sounds right. Yeah. I don't, it's weird Some... that I actually remember the day. Andrew, never... carry on. Can you go to Instagram and then type in so soon, comma, the truth? Wait for it. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're a band from Texas, I believe the Houston area. Oh, December first. December first. I was, was, I was actually about to say first. Yeah. I don't um, know why I was thinking. I think they're still touring right now, right? Yeah, they're, they're still, still on, the road. on the road. I believe. Yeah. Akaria, an author, a poet. So soon, the truth. Really, really rad bands. Yeah, all good bands. That Texas scene, boy, I tell you. Oh, Texas like, bands rule. They rule. I mean, one of my favorite hardcore bands, Kublacon, are just. They're, uh, they just came out with a new record. I mean, even one of my, even my buddy Josh, the guitar player from Distinguisher, he's just like, Texas should just be a genre. Of itself. Mm. There's well, so many. When you're on tour, it's its own demographic. That's for it's sure. It's a giant state. You tour the East Coast, the West Coast, and Texas. And Texas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and th- so soon does it all the time. Yeah. They just run around Texas. Yeah. This is but, the first. Uh, this like, is the real, first. Yeah. Real big run. run. Outside. They deserve Texas. it. Yeah, no, and they're getting good response. You said they just got signed to Cardigan? Just a little bit ago, yeah. Nice. I think it happened. Another Raleigh label, or North Carolina label, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think they are. Because, yeah, I I first heard of them when I was helping Sean get Revival going. Yeah. I remember. There's Mike. Look at that smug motherfucker. Look at that. (laughs) <laughs> you're not even in your own room you're in Stephens. i know dude I, cause he had, he, <laughs> look at that so he had the amphions in his room he had all the kids well look how long ago that that's was like stoic that's december 10th of 2016 damn they posted that oh damn how many people like that 173 people yeah, yeah. not bad mike when did you when did we do that one it was january <laughs> uh yeah or, it was like january. On that face. oh my god that january. was like yeah it was beginning of january yeah because it was like ago. it was two days before the storm happened. That's right. They were they, here at like that giant snowstorm, right? Because I'm trying to remember if we had gotten. We either got drums done right before the storm happened. Well, I had to remember because, yeah, that's when my backpack got stolen. Well, it was before your backpack getting stolen was before then. You got weren't there the they night- here? It was like the night they arrived or something. The night they got there, yes. Yeah, because I went to go say hi to them. And yeah. then, yeah, that's right. And then that dick hole. Then me and Mike are running down the street chasing down some asshole. Listen here, asshole. We if know you're who you to are. This, we will find you. I have a unique set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so they're, they're releasing soon. Crown. And that one, both those records, yeah. uh, I'm really, really happy with. Me too. So it's like. There's more fulfillment. I don't know. I, I just always have. Lately, I've just been getting more fulfillment with the projects that have been like front to back doing everything. Lately, I haven't really been getting that fulfillment with mixed projects. Yeah. Even though it's easier, faster, it's just, I don't know. Things always go more my way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, look, you're good at it. Well, no. You're a good producer. Because sometimes like I do get mixed projects that I'm like, damn, dude, Sweet. I wish. I had tracks these good kind of thing. Or I wish I could get tracks these good sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it mixes really well. And uh, 
And then people are like, well, how did you get that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it, it had less to do with me. Right. It was know. tracked really well. Even like, uh, it was a Paramore record that um, Duder from Failure mixed. Oh, Ken Andrews. Yeah. yeah. I Ken, always forget yeah. that. Yeah. Ken Andrews, Andrews do you know that? that? one Paramore record. Yeah. And he always. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Is, yeah. And he's always like, yeah, he, like, these were just really good tracks. I always yeah. forget the Ken Andrews mix. What did? Which one was that? It was Decode, or? not the most recent. It was just one. self-titled. Yeah, that twenty thirteen oh, yeah. one. Yep. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a yeah fucking giant record. Yeah. God damn him! I wonder <laughs> how much he got paid on that one. Oh, who knows, dude? Who knows? I wonder if he has management. He probably. Well, <laughs> hey, you never hey, know. Hey, hey Ken Maybe Andrews, he Mike, we're moving down the ladder. <laughs> uh, going down. Hey, Ken Andrews, if you're listening, probably, probably got major royalties on that one. I'm a huge fan of Failure. Yeah, seriously, dude. That's all you would need to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever told him that before. Yeah, yeah. They probably, I'm sure most people who have told him that never listen. <laughs> Mixing <laughs> keyboards, backing vocals. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Because he's got, like, this tiny little cool, L- like, house in, his, in L.A. that... Um, oh, that's right. He's just Elon, Rubin so- put, uh, Elon Rubin played drums on that record. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Andrew, that's our boy from yeah, Nine Inch Nails. fucking beast. That guy, Dude. I'm so, Fucking as much as I man. was bummed when so Josh Free stopped drumming for Nine Inch Nails, I, right there I with was you. glad that the he, they got that guy. I know, yeah, like, if yeah. anyone was going to replace, like, thank God it was someone cool like him. Yeah, because he was just like, I mean, obviously I didn't expect them to get someone to drum exactly like him or whatever. No, but you can't. I mean, it came Josh out in 2013? Freeze. Yeah. Yeah, right? God. It feels like it didn't come out that long ago. No. It's weird. And the new one just came out. Well, and it was recorded in 2012. Yeah. It's crazy. That new record actually sounds really, really good. It does. Yeah. It's actually probably my it's good, it's probably my good favorite fucking songs. Like, so wait, so it was recorded April through June and then again in November? Yeah, I saw that they too. They probably split it up split or Split it up. Maybe touring. And yeah. Justin Mel- Meldel Johnson. I, I'm a huge fan of him. Do you guys know who he is? That that dude right there. Justin Meldel Johnson. What else has he, he done? Well, he I played he, bass yeah. in Nine Inch Nails for a brief moment. Oh, that, oh, that guy! Yep, he works with Beck. I mean, look at that garbage. The Mars Volta, Eugene? Dixie. He do. Oh, he's he's from a here. beast. Woo! Oh, weird. Pete Yorn, nice. Goldfrapp, dude. I love that guy. Yeah, Division Day, solid. Andrew. Division Day. Damn. Remember Division Day? I didn't yeah. know that this guy was, cool. was from here. I totally because he Neon was tree. I mean, he he's, only yeah. toured with Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, he only did it for a year. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a rad career going on. I, he's a Scientologist, from what I hear. Oh, what? Fuck him. <laughs> Give up on him. No, it's like, you know, whatever whatever they, whatever connection? Scientology shit they do to stay young. You know? Look at Tom Cruise, dude. He looks... Ugh. Have you guys anyone watch any of that Leah Remedy stuff about Scientology? No. No. No one? No. no. It's fascinating. Highly recommend it. I mean, I saw a documentary about it. Was it going clear? Dude, I'm balls. Dude. I don't yeah, remember HBO what it was one. called. My yeah. parents had it yeah, on. Yeah, that's right, Andrew. The HBO one. It was just on Netflix. My parents had had it on, and it was just kind of more so like just the screwed up things they Was it my do. Scientology movie? Maybe that's what it was. I literally don't rem- I can't okay. remember the movie of, or the title of it. My wife Ashley is obsessed with this like stuff like Scientology, Scientology and cults and like yeah. when we were down in Hollywood, she, that was her little day trip. When I was Going meeting with people, church? she went to the Scientology Center, and she went to the, uh, it's, it's called, uh, it's like Psychiatry and Industry of Death Museum. Ooh. Oof. That's, uh, 
<laughs> she was like, that giddy. either would really bum somebody out, or they would be they would get real stoked on that. She got real stoked. <laughs> she loves that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's cool though. He's a great producer. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember in some interview Ken Andrews had, he was just like, he was kind of like. Because he was test mixing against like ten other people. Yeah, I remember reading right. about that. Yeah, and he was just kind of like he's like, Damn. I kind of had you know a little bit of an edge because he he knew the guy really well. Justin, yeah, the producer, right. Yeah. Well, Paramore, well, that makes Paramore sense. is also a fan of failure. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so just yeah, kind of everyone is. Yeah, really. like and so it kind of just in the end, just, their name is a contradiction. Mike's getting it. He he included himself. Because I'm trying to remember, there was a some that was like some other group of friends inside joke for a while. I'm trying to remember who. What? No, yeah, yeah. We got to get that shit on this podcast. Called an air horn. Really, really take this. Well, no, but isn't there like the techno-ish one that sounds? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just an air horn fucked. Yeah, it's like all the like dubstep. Yeah, that's Assholes. what I was like. That's what I was like. It was that actually. I'm like, I'm sure the source sound is an air horn. Yeah. But did everybody start doing it later because of the whole when dubstep was a thing? And uh, yeah. So. Andrew, where are we at on the uh, the clock here? The okay, One we're hour. just about an hour. I think this is a good time for our ceremonial pee break. I got a pee so bad. Um, we're not really going to pee. I we're wish we're I gonna hold it in for another I... hour, and we're gonna keep this train rolling. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's all go. Kidney infections all around. Let's all go yep. piss for a minute. Some some piss breaks, and then we'll come back and talk about what's going on in the world. We'll be right back. My dick, all the people. My dick for today. Imagine my dick's country. Right. Can you speaking to the mic, Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're back. Yeah. We are back from our piss break. I was really surprised, Mike, about how your butthole was so tight but malleable. Yeah, Mike just let me right on into that booty hole. <laughs> right on You guys got to do that. Damn. Damn. All right, we are back from our piss break. That was a good little fade out there. Um, Mike got a little weird in the bathroom with me. I don't know why. I was taking a pee and he just walked in and started when touching I don't me. Have, when I don't have coffee, dude, my well, it was like astray. he was just like patting me on the butt, like pat, 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 pat. And then he reached around and he just touched <laughs> my dick. It was really weird. It's like, Mike, jeez, man. I know we're buddies, but fucking relax. Only real buddies grab each other by the dick. I why guess. Don't you, why don't you grab mine? <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, what too. I, yeah, I got to write. I got to do really it. really sad now. But he only I grabs ha- dicks when you're peeing. And I, think I only that's grab the dicks weird... when you're not in control. I, well, I do, I do, I do <laughs> pee out of my butt. You don't open enough for it. Yeah. I, I pee it on my butt. Anyway. All right. All right, guys. Let's get serious, huh? We're a couple adults. Wait, we're not being serious right now? <laughs> um, I'm really hurt by this, Mike. <laughs> you guys have a good break? Everyone have a good yeah. break? Yeah. Mike got some coffee. I think Neil ate some food. I did. 
two chicken sandwiches. Dude, that those chicken sandwiches look so good. Smothered mm. ranch. It's like I wanted to have them. Too bad yeah. I'm on a shitty diet right if now. If only you were touching my dick while I was eating. Only I <laughs> grabbing you by the dick while you were eating. All right. Well, this uh, leads us to our other segment that we do on the Stateside Podcast. Um, we talk about news of the day, uh, otherwise known as current events. And we will get Mike's take on what's going on in the world. Um, but this just don't be, talk too much, Mike. This is going to be oh, hilarious, by okay. the way. We don't, want, we don't really want to hear my, it. Is this is the part really where I really blow it, and then, like, you know, <laughs> whatever my perspective is, is just... Wrong. It's, it's just wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Andrew typically leads this segment <laughs> with a couple of uh, insights on what's going on in the world. What do you, what do you got, AC? Oh, Mr. Leahy. Oh yeah, yeah. Trailer Park Boys passed away I w- today. I was in I was in my room yesterday, Fuck. and Steph yelled out, "Mr. Leahy died." <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to bum what? everyone out in this room. I've never really watched Trailer Park oh, Boys. Oh man, ah, you're a fucking cuck, dude. Sorry, you ever, you ever, have you ever <laughs> seen you're a fucking cuck? I mean, I've watched a little bit with Tom, and he was super aggressive, like. You know, one of those things where you watch something with someone you and the he, kiss of death or something. Yeah, he was just talking up too much. Yes. And he was just like looking at me for your reaction, like, huh? You think yeah, that's funny? Yeah, How about that? Now it's not one of those shows. Like, it takes kinda, a while. Yeah. It takes a while. I'm yeah. sure. No, everyone I love and trust and adore loves the show. Yeah. So I mean, it's just a matter of time before I get the, into the it. problem. Is they're Canadian. <laughs> that, that's that's a huge honest. problem Actually, for me. That's the part of it that makes it work. If this <laughs> See, was... this is why you suck at current events. Yeah, they're not a real country, Mike. They're. <laughs> it's. I mean, I guess it's a country. Speaking I don't even know what they you, do up there. Did you ever see his uh, YouTube thing, Liquor Stories? No. Oh, my God. It's oh, so good. He's, right he's so annihilated. They, did they ever figure out why he died, by the way? I have a sneaking I, Well, suspicion. he was 71. He's really? Still, pretty good for 71. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the dude was, dude was old enough to just, like, you know, he was getting to that age. How, I mean, this show's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. well. Uh, like. Under I mean, it's, 10 it's years? Been, it's been well, over it kind of took years. a break, then they started it back up with Netflix. Which is 14 years oh, in okay. Canadian years. And there's like, are, what from what I've always heard is the movies kind of suck. There's like a movie you know, or movies, I'm not sure. I never watched sure. the movies. I only ever watched the show. The early ones are a little better. Really? Yeah. Like the Christmas special is really good, and that's kind of separate from the show. Kind of. Okay. How many uh, seasons were there? Or are there? Uh, Jesus, actually, I don't know. There's a lot. They just kept going. <laughs> I mean, if you have more seasons than X Files. Yeah, or you The know, Simpsons. Do they, do they have more seasons than X Files? X Files only goes to nine, dude. Oh. Yeah, it's nine. X Files. It just. Are you an X Files guy? Dude, X Files is my favorite show. Oh, you and Ashley got it. I was about like, that. that's all my brother and I. My yeah. brother and I have probably watched all nine seasons. Like, dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's so like it, it's. Have you seen I, the trailer for the new season? I mean, I had watched the the new season. Sucks. I'm sorry. It was just so bad. It was like just well, it wasn't really a season. It was just those six like, yeah, bring people like back into the show type thing. Well, if you hate it, that means I'm just gonna like it. No, because just to spite you. Yeah, well, I mean, sure. If if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna roll that way, Neil, you sure can. You buddy. sure if can. If only you knew how many ways I roll. <laughs> I could just just do things out of spite. <laughs> um, no, I I that show is hard to show to other people because it's like. Unless, X-Files? Well, because it's got a yeah. lot... Of, it, there's a lot of quirky 90s Oh, it's things. so campy and very oh, yeah, 90s. Like the fir- it's hard. Shoulder it, pads. I, I tried, mean, it's like... I tried to show uh, some friends, like, the first couple it, seasons. It's not going to go well. And it's hard to get through. It's hard. Because I actually didn't I start watching it to like, season six. 
And then you kind of just would watch yep. it, and then you'd kind of go back and rewatch everything from before. And so it's like, yeah, it's hard to get in when you're watching something. That's Would you made. say that's one of your favorite shows? Oh yeah, for sure. it's, it's the best show ever. Yeah, it hands down. Were you a West Wing guy? I know Stefan's a huge West Wing fan. Uh, I started watching it, and then something happened, and I didn't finish it. I actually need to get back into watching. I it. think you'd like that, Mike. No, I, I, it's so I got good. through like the first couple seasons, and then I don't even remember what was yeah. going on. You're know. a Simpsons guy, though, right? Maybe kind I of? enjoy The Simpsons. I'm not like an. You're a little young for it, but you're also young for The X Files. So, well, it was just kind of like The Simpsons. Just my family wasn't really into it too much. That's probably why I didn't watch yeah. it much. My wife honestly got me into it more later on in life than because I, I mean I definitely grew up watching it, but yeah, like our uh, me and Andrew's friend Dylan, he's like word for word can quote every fucking episode of The, of the Simpsons. Yeah, and it like defines. And that's who amazing he is. because there are there's. There's a lot. There's way more Well, I, I should probably clarify that it's really like the first, what, 10 <laughs> to 12 seasons that people really count as the, the golden era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, after you, ha- after you hit the 10 mark, like... Yeah. That's just... That's really difficult to keep it rolling and stuff. And so... But I mean... Yeah. You know, it's... I, I still think it's a clever, quirky show. Like, I definitely enjoy it now if I had to, like, watch Dude, it It's all. so good. It is. Me and Ashley are going through all the Tree House of Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every season, they'll do a Halloween special. They call mm-hmm. it the Tree House of Horror. So it's like one, two, three, four, five. Anyway, so we're going through all those. They're so good. They're so good. And they're like short episodes, yeah. like seven-minute things. Um, I probably yeah, dude, need they're, to they're great. switch over to Simpsons. I've just been in this weird muck for the last couple of years where it's like all stop watching a show or like i'll finish watching something on netflix because a new season or something yeah. comes out and then it's like well shit i guess i'm just gonna go back and rewatch all of it's always sunny yeah i know i like, do the same thing i'm like because it's like it's always sunny it's so good. i could put on because sometimes i don't like sleeping to things that like i need to pay attention to because like, you never I, actually I go to sleep put, i can't put house of cards on and try and sleep I need that. to watch all the new stuff. Oh, it's oof. Yeah, it's a good show. I love that's probably my favorite show. All right, well, <laughs> rest rest in peace, John F. Dunsworth, who played Jim Leahy. My favorite drunk. That's a bummer. It says he died after a brief and unexpected illness. Oh man, hmm. so, I figured it was I just a heart attack. Are they going to go on with the show? What's up? Are they going to go on with it the just show? Happened today. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, or yesterday. I don't know. Well, rest in peace. Uh, what else you got, Drew? The, the, uh, there's a new Perfect Circle song that just dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're talking to. I, I still haven't heard it. Actually, or yeah, I was so, going to say. Yeah, maybe, a, should, maybe we, should we play it? I don't know how we're going to. TV audio right now? I mean, we could do well, it we like, edit out and post through my phone. Oh, we can do it right now. What's better, Andrew? Through or Is it going to pick up through here? Oh, probably not, no. Like if I did it from my end? Your call. Uh, what's the name of the song? The Doomed. Or The Doomed. I don't even know if that's picking up at all. Nah, it, it's not going to. Not half as clever as you think. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's where it kind of gets weird. Uh, yeah, what the fuck happened there? Oh, yeah. that sucks. That first part was so rad. I know, and that's what sucks. Is like you're like, okay, this sounds like I'm gonna get the big rock chorus that I've been waiting for you guys to do. It for... just sounds like a Pusifer song. And then it turns no, yeah. into Glory yeah. Hammer. Is what happens. Yeah, it just kind of goes. I mean, where's the Where's the band? Where's the I, rock band? I don't know. Where's the, uh, that... where's the perfect circle? Uh, as I've said before, and many of my friends know my feeling on the whole thing. Being and being that I am an avid Tool, Perfect Circle, both those bands oh, yeah. have influenced my playing. And sure, me musicianship. too. And uh, I'm the one, I'm the last guy who wants a Perfect Circle or a Tool to come out with another record. Yeah. It's just, I, I hate saying it, you know, it's like, oh, the band you grew up on, like, yeah. your entire childhood and teenage years. Well, we, Andrew, did you go to that Perfect Circle show? The Salem Armory? Um, no, that no, it was, like it was after. Oh, that. I haven't been like since then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I saw them. I saw them back in February, and it was good. But well, I see, I saw one that was not good. Yeah. yeah no, no, and, that, and sloppy. That's, and that, uh, no, it exactly. was at the Schnitz, I think. And it, I mean, it was. Look, man. Anyone that knows me knows I'm super forgiving on things, right, Mike? I mean, I almost never am like like talking well, shit about you, things. You know. I, I really you try to give people happens. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It could have been a bad night, whatever. But yeah. this was like aggressively lazy. Yeah. I mean, they just showed up and played mostly covers, half ass versions of them. Oh, they were playing the, that was the emote of night? Yeah, it was very that stuff, but not even well. I mean, I actually like some of those songs off emotive. I mainly just like uh, passive and. The John Lennon covers okay. Yeah, that was that. No, um, the John Lennon one. It's like out of all the covers they did. I'm just feel like favorite. the Devo one's rad. I don't even remember which one that was. That's uh, help me, Andrew. Devo. Um, uh, I haven't listened. I have literally not I'm gonna brain to that fart probably right since I was four, 14 or 15. Let's see. Yeah, just type in perfect circle Devo. That would be cover. 1721. 1721. Right. Uh, back in 1721. Back in 1721. <laughs> yeah, go to track listing. Uh, freedom of choice. Oh. Freedom of choice is yeah. what you need. I mean, that song rules. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. In ancient I, th- Rome. I think that was the only dun, other dun, one dun. I could sort of like yeah, stand like, out of the rest of them. <laughs> what's going on is kind of cool. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, even like the uh, Elvis Costello one is pretty cool. What's so funny about Peace, Love, and Understanding? Yeah. Which I guess is a Nick Lowe cover, but we all know it is Elvis Costello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That that that, that sucks. Yeah. No, I, and then, <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of you know everything Maynard's doing and I always check in on what he's up to. But God, it's been a while since they put out something musically that. I can really I mean, stand behind. I'm willing. I'm hoping they do. I mean, I don't know. I I honestly think they're going to be going in this production based thing because even when uh, my girlfriend and I went to go see them back in February, it was really good. They did play like a new song, and it was like just it, yeah. It was just it wasn't like that. It was just very. It sounded like a perfect circle, but it was really mellow and boring. Like, Well, the problem I'm picking up on, like, I heard Maynard on the Joe Rogan podcast maybe two months ago or so, mm-hmm. maybe even less. And the thing I keep picking up on is the way that he talks about making music today, with a, especially with Tool and a perfect circle. 
and he talks about it in the context of like, um, you know, especially with Tool, he'll say things like, "Well, we're they are working on an album. Yeah, I'm waiting until him. they are ready with these songs. When they're ready, I'll show up and do my thing." Yeah. And it's like, well, what happened to the band? What happened to you four? Which I don't. Which I'm pretty sure that. I some, mean, his some portion of that is bullshit because it's yeah, just it's just like, and it's it's kind of a dog on the boys. Like, what about you know? I don't know. It's like, I mean, I know that Tool historically has always written in that way. Like those three guys do a lot of the arranging, and then Maynard will show up and 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 I mean, he's I, like a reactionary musician. He's yeah. always talked about that. Yeah. But but my guess is he was he was really a part of that. Like you know, Inema and stuff. That, I mean, they were a band, yeah. a collective unit that came up with this stuff together. And anyway, that's kind of like what I think is missing. You know, it's just Well, this... I, I also just think, like, I would have to think in his shoes where he is now. I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's a different... It's just kind of like... world. There, Well, it's a different world. Your drive is different. The he's older. Are, he's older. He's got a kid and a wife. He owns maybe. a winery. I mean, yeah, it's I a mean, different... Well, I mean, in his shoes right now, I wouldn't want to make another record. God no! What's the point? I'm 34 I, and I barely even want to. I, mean, I can yeah, yeah and like he's already gone platinum how many times? Yeah, so I know. it's just like he's already accomplished. He's already the he's already in line with the best. I mean, how old? Why? Are those why guys? would he need? Why? Why would you go out? Fifty. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's in his fifties. Fifties, bro. So it's like he's already very successful. He's set for the rest of his life, as far as I know. I mean, he's always probably going to do things music that are you know, like i think that's what he had pusifer for because it was just something that he can just do in the comfort of his time and yeah know. he's 53 yeah i, I mean, mean it's like he's already know. accomplished he's already set out and accomplished everything he's been wanting to do yeah and i don't of think course. he wants i would i think he would rather that's why i'm like thinking i'm like i'm pretty sure a tool record has already been written he just doesn't want to do it. So I mean, how so? How do you feel feel about that kind of stuff? Because there's, I think there's two sort of um, opinions on this. Like where you draw the line in the sand. Like there's people who who want their bands to hang it up when they're at their best. You know, like leave this yeah, I dynasty they did that good. With, uh, Perfect circle. I, I thought yeah. they did that. No, they right? Did. They should have yeah. just laid it to rest. Laid it to rest. But good. then there's people who are like, or. Just keep going. Like, you know, you're in your 50s and you have every right to keep going. I, you I know, it's think... kind of ageist to to expect people just to stop just because they're at a certain age. I mean, a good record is a good record. You're yeah, and like, I don't, I don't think Tool or Perfect Circle releasing bad records today negates the good ones from the past. It doesn't it, take anything away. For it me, it doesn't, but it's almost. For maybe it does for you, but for me, I, I don't care. Like, frankly, if they just want to keep putting out content. The words kind of it's goofy, just, but to me, it's the, it doesn't matter to me. To me, it's just the equivalent of when, like, they try to make some sequel or they try to bring some franchise back that's twenty years old, and it's yeah. just like, it's like this you, and then the, it always ends up being garbage, and it's just like it's just this uninspired movie. art. It's like, just uninsp- It's like you guys just yeah. put, you guys just yeah. took the title from this franchise everybody loved because you thought the nostalgia factor was going to kick in. Look, I mean, every time they play, they sell out fucking arenas, you yeah. know, and that's that's hard to turn down. No, and I'm uh, no, I'm not saying they can't still play. If you were, if you're still going to go out and play music, by all means, oh, okay, interesting. Do it. So you're saying like still tour, still tour. Just don't make records. <laughs> if well, you're not, if you're not in a, place- yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I agree, but that's, I think two, 
you know, like I said, there's kind of two different opinions on this. And I, and I, I totally understand your point of view. I get why people are just like, fucking just don't ruin it. Yeah. You know, like Michael Jordan retires and then he comes back and fucking plays an awful season with some team that no one cares about. Yeah. That bums people out. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But for me, I'm like, or he's a fucking human being and he still wants to go. It's not that he needs to stop doing his career. Right. It's just... You know, I mean, I, with bands and artists, it's just kind of like, you know, it, it's hard to tell this to anybody because nobody's ever consciously aware of, like, musically where they're at sometimes. Like, some, like, you know, people, like, are in a different headspace when they write a record from when they were a kid as opposed to where they are when they're, you know, much older and stuff. And it's hard, it's hard to constantly be inspired. It's hard to keep you know, writing material that actually still appeals to people because either you've, you either change your sound drastically over years or you stick to something and it either just gets worse or, like, you somehow are able to figure out how to keep it going. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing. It's hard to, to say that to anybody because some bands have managed to keep, you know, I mean, like Red Hot Chili Peppers – stayed with the same sound and they're yeah. still putting out records yeah. people like yeah you know and um you know rather people like some from you know back then or right more, it's, you know, i mean yeah because for debate but. and 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 maybe even further down that rabbit hole is like bands like u2 or the rolling stones mm-hmm. i mean the rolling stones are literally in their 70s yeah i mean they're grandpa aged men yeah um personally i think it's fucking rad yeah. That's how I that's my take on it. Yeah. And I know most people disagree with me. Maybe not most, but <laughs> certainly people in our circle of friends, you know what I mean? Um I I don't know, man. Like I just feel like why not do the thing you love till the day you fucking die or well, the no, day you can't do it. And that's the thing, you can always be playing music. It doesn't take away the radness they had in the sixties no, no, and seventies. No, and, it doesn't. I just think for I I don't know. I, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. It's like either Either put out relevant art that's honest and sincere or don't yeah, do it at all. because if you go out... And I think put, that's the key, right? Well, that's the thing. It's like if you're going out and just putting out something like... I hate I hate bands who just put out records just so they have something to tour off. Yeah. And sometimes... I can see that. Yep. And sometimes the circumstances It's are, like movies. You're like, yeah. really another Transformers movie? That's what the world <laughs> needed? Like... You know, just garbage. Fast and Furious, one hundred and thirty. Yeah, it's just studio but, garbage. But There's a set amount of money they know they'll make. And, yeah, and sometimes, but, but sometimes people they'll just go out and keep putting it out because they know people are going to keep paying for them and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, sometimes that's you know, I, I it is. Like, right. I enjoy yeah. Fast and Furious movies. They're ridic- I know they're, they're ridiculous. They're fun. I, I can enjoy a Transformer movie. They're, sure, they're ridiculous. Yeah, I know, know, man. But I'll, I'll, you know, it's like I'm never gonna hate me, it. Me and my wife went and saw the newest Fast and Furious movie in the theater. Yeah, and uh, I was joking. There's another one. Well, no, I mean, from <laughs> whenever the last one was. Well, it was like, like a year ago or so. Years. Yeah, a year ago. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But at one point, we so we're sitting down, and then I turned to her. She turned to me, and we both almost at the same time were like. <laughs> What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we here? Well, and then we had, had like a blast. <laughs> like it was so much fun. Did you go to that? Crumman had that whole I, marathon day. I caught the Dude, tail end. I wanted to go. I saw. I went to the last one, but they had been yeah. going for like eight hours. Jesus Do the math. Christ, I don't know man. what it is. It's too than much. That. I think Crummit, Josh Northcutt, um, Marinelli. Uh, was yeah, Marinelli, Crummit's wife. 
See, I could nice show other for people. One movie, I forget which they movie did the was. entire yeah. fucking. I could yeah, do Star thing. Wars. I could do Star Wars. I, I could do Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, I'll just I'll do it, but Maybe I won't watch one. Temple of Doom. Oh, I love Temple of Doom. I hate Temple Dude, of I Doom. love it. Temple of Doom. Have um shivai. Have um oh, shivai. Have um shivai. It was just the Kalima. most. It was just the most Shukti cartoony day. thing ever. And I just. How dare you? You watch your whore mouth, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim. And what I about- love Indiana Jones. Okay, can we get on the same page with Crystal of <coughs> Crystal of Nothing? Whenever the fuck you that movie is called. You know, it's called? bad, oh, but that. I Dude, still fuck en- that movie. It's bad, but I like still enjoyed it. I don't know. No. Like I, I I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. Right. But I, mean, I, I watched it one time. Haven't watched it since. Yeah. I mean, probably was, never will. It's really. I mean, I think it's the same conversation everybody <laughs> has that Mac and Charlie have in the one Sunny episode. Which one? There's that episode where they're like, they get trapped in in these people's house because like oh. something about artifacts got brought up, <laughs> and they all just yeah. like the whole thing just turns into like Mac getting like yeah. he's wearing the Indiana he's wearing Jones the hat. hat. Is that when he's super fat? Yeah, it's my favorite <laughs> season ever. He keeps like eating chips in the van. Well, like, the, the chimichangas. Chimichangas. <laughs> well, it's the fact that you have gets, a bag of chimichangas. It's just you are you are turning into a chimichanga. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's like the fact that they start. The I'm putting season, on mass. I'm putting on. They mass. start the season off with him getting fat with no fat explanation as, as to why it happened. So good. Yeah. What a commitment to comedy, by the way. Oh yeah, I oh, mean because yeah. he's like super ripped and healthy and. Oh no, and he talks about like. Like why he did that because it's funny well no because he said he was like <laughs> in shows he always hated how people like got better looking over time which he thought was right just super unreal right and he's just like dickhead at a bar why would he be getting ripped and awesome yeah looking? and he thought like, it would be funnier to like do the complete the realistic yeah yeah and so dude that show is fucking legendary um do you remember the local band caddisfly oh yes. oh yeah do you remember all the caddisfly stickers I never actually saw any of the stickers. I always and, just... <laughs> Look at that. Andrew, do me a flavor. T- type in... Flavor? It's always sunny caddisfly <coughs> stickers. Wait, so that's, like that. just, that's just one of my... Uh... So, Neil, if you're not following along, there's a... It's caddisflies with a K. I Well, the local band Caddisfly, they had stickers on in the bar of it's always sunny on the, like a column in the middle of the bar oh, you ever really? notice that oh oh yeah, no yeah, yeah. Way. oh dude they, no yeah it's it was like a fucking thing oh damn how did they do that what did you type they in probably just somebody knew um, somebody do sticker right after casway damn yeah that's rad. i mean so like for the first couple seasons oh probably type in wait go back um type on that go back and then type on that link the first one yeah like I just noticed yeah yeah do that but i remember talking to Bo, the drummer and it was like oh i thought he was gonna show a picture or something god damn, damn it. it i wish they well anyway the first couple seasons the stickers are like all over the place in the Caddisfly bar Caddisfly was before the show right yeah i don't know maybe no, well when did so how'd they get a sticker out? in the show no no it was like right on the same time oh was it really yeah. i mean yeah the show's been going on dude the sh- they're like on season 12 like right 2004 Five or something. It was like right when yeah, yeah. Right, when I, high school started for me. So like, it's been it's yeah, that's Caddisfly era then. I didn't I didn't know the show was that old. Yeah, and and then the label, I think the label had a couple stickers too. Well, who was that? Do you remember Mike? The, whatever their label was, Atlantic. it wasn't which 
Wasn't it Atlantic? Hope, no, it was like hopeless or fearless. Was or it not hopeless? Something. I think it was hopeless. I don't think it was fearless. Not fearless. I don't know. Fearless was around, but I don't think. Actually, maybe it was. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, what else you got, Andrew? Oh shit. On today's events. All right, you got a uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross released a. Yeah, I read about that on the Halloween theme, which is a. Uh, Fucking awesome. Oh, just take it and make it creepier. They are completely capable. Yeah, they of doing do creepy that. pretty goddamn well. Yeah. So what does that mean? They took the John Car- Carpenter. So they took like theme? they recomposed the music to just I guess you know whatever they would do now. Oh my! I have God. no idea what it sounds like. I I haven't heard. It. Have you heard it, Drew? Oh yeah. Is it good? It's creepy. Really it's good. Yeah. God damn it! Have you seen That's that in awesome. Live? Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, it's like the creepiness you Dude, feel when they the play best. like a reptile or, a, you know, some like the really dark songs off Downward Spiral. Yeah, that like the last like the scores they've done for like movies. Yeah. Pretty well, goddamn creepy, too. Like, well, I mean, Gone Girl is pretty, like the sound design is fucking awesome. Wait, which one did they do? They did Gone Girl with uh, David Fincher. Of oh, course, that's so, the Social saw... Network. I know, Social Network. Social he just network, did uh, Ken like Burns' uh, the Vietnam documentary. They did? Yeah, they really? did. Really? Oh, damn. I'm, some, uh, I'm a big, big old Ken stuff. Burns fan. Yeah, sure. So they, yeah, it's like an eight-part. Because I'm a nerd. Oof. Oh, that sounds creepy. God, It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Made a creepy that, song creepier. That making of... Oh, my God. Oof. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. I hope the audience can hear this. These are the sounds that go on in my head, by the way. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's terrifying, Neil. It makes more sense how I act, then, right? Knowing that. <laughs> Just imagine me trying to, like, discuss business with you, James, with this going and this on. And this is going head. on in your. If there was a. a so, yeah, I'm like, a series of So, Neil, tomorrow's sustainer's coming into track. Neil, yeah. That's the series. This is all you hear. We only have a couple vocal takes left to do. Yeah, I loved the the making of the soundtrack to Social Network, where Trent Reznor's using that it, piece no. of gear that's got like that that slide string thing on oh, it. Oh yeah, the little ring on it. Yeah, he's always cool. using some uh, cool like, thing. What the that where did he no find one... that shit? It had a key. You had to turn on this piece of equipment <laughs> with a key. Yeah, he's so dude. He always gets like some new so thing rad. somebody makes, like yeah, like a got, guy like, custom made it. Like when the. Uh, when the little dot things, or the that little pad that has all those light up buttons, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he like before that was like in stores everywhere. He was dealing like there were companies who made that stuff that was like thousands of dollars that no one had yet. Right. And I remember, I remember when he was doing, I think it was those Ghost Records or whatever. Which are still oh, yeah, fucking red. Yeah. My Not dick is it, going but... inside my body right now. It's terrifying. I like how they still have the 80s kind of sound. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. he always, still, he's right. always yeah, yeah, still been a hardware synth guy. Yeah. Well, I, that's, I mean, other than his songwriting abilities, that's like one of my favorite things about Trent Reznor is that he, he's using technology as a tool, yeah. as an instrument, yeah. not as a crutch. Yeah. It's not this bullshit fucking dubstep DJ thing that's so popular now. Skrillex. Like, yeah, Skrillex. Like, where's, where's the... I mean, I, I mean, 
I'm t- I mean, yeah, you can talk shit. I mean, I like the uh, the t- every time I die, how they always talk about how well they know Skrillex. And he's yeah. actually a really cool guy, and like everyone's just a bunch of fucking haters. Well, but- I mean, I guess I guess for Skrillex's sake, it's kind of like, yeah, it's cool what him and other guys did, but even Reznor did. See that? What's funny is that Year Zero record he did. That was all done in a laptop. Yeah, pretty laptop. He, he did that on record a, on, on a, a laptop bus. to prove that he could just cross the world. Yeah, yeah I think on a bus, hide out in the corner. Yeah, yeah on a tour bus. Yeah, that's like yeah. And I remember reading. But stuff but there. you see what I? You yeah, see my yeah. point. Like you watch Nine Inch Nails live, and you're like, oh, it's much more than <laughs> that's that. fucking crazy. No, I mean Reznor was because they sort of recreate it. You know, yeah, you see it. No, all the he hardware. Was, and... He was one of the first guys that I think inspired my brain to go into more. Um, I think like computers and yeah. music, that kind of inspiration right. kind of thing. And oh like, yeah, I think that was kind of the beginning of me getting. That's awesome. The precursor to me getting into engineering and stuff. Well, so. and like you know, electronic music is a funny thing because it's it's sort of misleading. I mean, there's no there's no such thing as just like turning on a computer and having a song. Yeah, I mean, you can find like yeah plugins or whatever samples and that that you just hit play and it does it for you but you still have to arrange it and you know like me and andrew grew up listening to old school electron like uh aphex twin oh yeah yeah. square pusher and like back in those days like aphex twin used that was tape my man well crystal method can you imagine doing that shit yeah, <laughs> Jesus, fucking. Well, I mean, Christ. Crystal Method, that was Crystal Method, cool... Daft Punk. Yeah, they all, all those actually, dudes. They had to actually, yeah, do, do programs. Yeah, and like with Nine Inch Nails, I mean, those sounds don't come out of thin air. He no. he creates those sounds. He produces that sound. Yeah, like think. I mean, any of the like closer or any of the legendary singles that he's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those sounds that. Yeah. That's all like a custom built sound. Yeah, that takes a ton of time to do. I have to tell you. Yeah, I guess no, in those, uh, those early days, he had like a broken drum machine. Yeah, like yeah, just like had, a, had a, like a you know specific kind of like, bit right. rate. Oh my god, just... uh, he's he's a genius. Yeah, uh, he, you know, I wish it's unfortunate there isn't more guys like him. I know. You know? And the other thing I really like about there it probably was... is they're just not as well known. Well, yeah, but it's. You know, and even Maybe when he's talking can. in interviews, I, I would some people would probably think he's a little arrogant or something. I'm like, no, sometimes, no, that, yeah, yeah, I don't. I think he's think well he put, spoken. I think he puts things in perspective, but like really simple. Yep. And like, did you see the Defiant ones? The HBO I still need to watch oh, fuck, it. Yeah, dude, I, so, good. so good. Well, he's in that. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I know I saw a good so, clip of it, but I've been wanting to watch. Well, the that's whole the thing. bad badass thing about him is it's not just that he's okay so there's a few things it's not just that he's a good musician it's no, not he that he's just a nothing. good songwriter and he came from nothing yeah he's not just a good songwriter and arranger he's not just a good producer he's but he's also a good entrepreneur and a businessman yeah like a label owner a visionary i mean he he's co i don't well, know yeah, his title but he's part of Marilyn manson signed Marilyn manson and now subsequently worked with uh um Jimmy Iovine, who owned Island Records, mm-hmm. and then started Beats by Dre. Inter, not Island, Interscope, thank you. Interscope, and then started Beats by Dre with Dr. Dre. And then they, with Apple, made Apple Music. Yeah. Okay. And Trent Reznor is a part of that, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. 
or at least forget it. You know, it's just yeah, not yeah. in everyone's mind. But I mean, he's 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 a genius. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think he understood a long time ago. He's like, if I want to keep up with this thing, I gotta I gotta stay relevant. And he's always keeping up with technology. Well, and what's he's going always on. he's you know he's always managed to stay ahead of things. Yeah, which is oh, yeah, like stage productions, fucking always. ridiculous, always, yeah. Oh, yeah. always, always something new. I know. I mean, his the live shows are just unreal. Yeah, I mean that was that's a show I'll never forget. I've only gotten to see them once. It's an actual show. Yeah, you're like, a... oh, this fifty five bucks for my ticket. I, that's, oh, that, that's so a worth one it. I'd pay, yeah, a lot. Oh, I I pay a hundred <laughs> or hundred whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I Me mean, neither. That's like he. I mean, it's like the bands like Tool, um, like Nine Inch Nails. I mean. Those are always like you're not just paying to watch some band. No. You're actually getting an experience. I mean those those like late nineties tool shows were really something to be I seen. wish I was yeah. Lateralis tour. God. I mean that stuff yeah, was just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could have seen them on the Lateralis tour. Like just And those bands who own they they own everything. You know, it's like we're gonna create or we're gonna control the artwork. We're gonna con- control how i mean like trent gets involved with the everything. state everything yeah literally everything well i mean and that and with tool, but he's good at it a lot of people he's try good to at get, it. Try, a lot of people try to mimic that and they end up just but, it, but it that's up. not to say that trent Reznor doesn't delegate i mean he definitely it's not like he's running well, the lights and well no not, he, I mean, hire, he, he hires he hires the, the best of the people. best and stuff and like with tool from what i know because uh from friends i know from other friends from like you know people who do live sound tour and stuff like the band's still like sets up their own gear right their techs are just there to basically just like tune drums or you know check stuff and like obviously like check guitars but like the band still like sets up the rigs yeah you know and that's like you know and even 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 i like uh, when i see bands who do have other people teching for them and stuff and i'm thinking like uh it's like I know there are people who can do this stuff, but like when it's your own thing, like I feel like even when I'm at shows, like I have to be the one to set it up. Right. It's not me trying to be a controlling dickhead. No, no. I just like I know. Well, you care. You yeah, I fuck. care. And I know. I think I I always thought about that too. If I had a drum tech, like yeah, you especially with drums, it's just such a pain in the ass to yeah. lift everything. And yeah, you have a guy help you, you out. Gotta, you gotta got you exactly. But at the end of the day, I'm still gonna be. <laughs> I want to. I have to know the drums are good. Yep. You know, I have to know my guitars and everything aren't sounding weird and whatnot. But uh, but anyway. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, You had a couple more things up there, Drew. What you got? See. All right, we got the uh, Portland is on the list for a MLB expansion for baseball. Oh wow! Oh really? Fuck yeah! I'm such. I mean, what baseball is by far my favorite sport. I mean, is a team, would a team be moving here? Would um, we? Uh, hopefully, well, they don't come up with a terrible name like the Golden Knights that Las Vegas got. So it says once MLB expands from thirty to thirty-two teams, baseball requires city in the West Coast time zone. Portland will be on the list. I think Portland is, poss- uh, is a possibility. You can think of prospects on the West Coast probably as effectively as I can. Yeah, and so originally when the Oakland A's were talking about building a new arena. Mm-hmm. They were talking about moving up here. Yeah. That didn't happen. But um it's it's just bound to happen. It's only a matter of time. And look, man, the Portland area would be fucking ideal for it. People don't think so because of the weather. 
Well, that was what I was but, just going to say. I'm like, well, it rains. Are there actually, but there's ways around I, it. I, I, mean, I know you're a diehard baseball fan, but go to I a mean, go to a Hillsborough Hops game. Well, see, the the whole reason they brought the Timbers here was because they originally tried to do a baseball major league thing, and it didn't sell enough. So no, they, they never soccer. did. No, they only did the Rockies. No, that that was all the. Um, I mean, they kicked them like out when of the it used to be P- to PG Park. In. That was the Portland Beavers. And that was always a a minor league team. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, go to a Hillsborough Hops game. They're sold out every single game. Is and it's capacity like 100 people? <laughs> no, it's a full stadium. <laughs> no, it's a full stadium. Damn. How, like, how, what's the cap at it? I don't know. Thousands. You can look it up. So I people mean, it's want a baseball huge stadium. People really want baseball. I mean, it's like, Where would it move to since the Timbers now have that, that park? Where would it go? Hillsborough? I don't know. Yeah, probably somewhere on the outskirts. Or, or they build a new stadium. That'd be interesting. I mean, there was talks about doing the uh, Damn. Uh, Ron Tonkin Field uh, next to the Motors. What's the old arena um, where the Blazers play? Right Coliseum? next to Memorial. Yeah, Coliseum. yeah, yeah Memorial. Turning that into an indoor one or another stadium? Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That thing's pretty much outdated, right? Like that Coliseum. Yeah, it's been there for ever. Yeah. Um, what's the capacity of that? Shit, man. He exited out. I mean, it's too it's, fast. It's pretty big. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, it's 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 rabid. Tons of people out there. Well, well everybody, everybody, with all the new people moving up here, it's it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. So that's why it's the stadium has a capacity of forty five hundred. Oh, cool. Spectators, nice. I mean, I've every time I've been to a game, it's sold out, and people are standing. Like on the grass That's trying awesome. to get in. Yeah. It's crazy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, what would we call it? What would the team be called? What do you think, Mike? The team? Yeah, what would we call our MLB team? I mean, I don't know. That's. I know names are just on the short list or just like, you know, I mean, with what Vegas came up for our football team, it's just terrible. Have you guys seen the mascot? No, what's the it's name? Like, it's a yellow lizard. <laughs> is that going to happen? Yeah. That, that, happen? that is the actual dude. Pull it up. So it's just like Wait, the so show lo- ballers? Dude, look. Oh my God. So Las hey, Vegas oh has a professional my. football team now? Yeah. They're going to. Yeah, we're oh building the stadium He's and everything. Oh, wow. That is a disaster. Chan- and it's, his name's Chance. What? <laughs> <laughs> that looks like that 90s dinosaur TV show. Who approves Remember that? I don't yeah, nobody appro- Like, nobody, inv- <laughs> nobody back home is stoked about oh. this, by the way. All right, now we have to get a baseball team just I to know. show up fucking Las Vegas. <laughs> That's why I'm like, we, like I don't, I don't oh know who God. chooses these names. The Golden Knights, huh? Which is just so... And it's a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess... I mean, the, it makes sense. It just looks so dumb. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that guy. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Where? I mean, where are they? What is that photo from? Because there's like people in the audience. I don't know. I mean, like, what, were 15. the Golden Knights like a minor? Yeah, this was like a, yeah, a couple days ago. Waves oh, okay. a flag during the team's game. It's oh my god! Oh and there's a castle behind god him. You see that? Heaven. It's yeah. a castle. Thing, things. But about- he's a lizard. Yeah, things about Las Vegas that are just really late. When does that start? I don't. Because they're not. It's not a current thing. Not yet. Or wait. Oh wait. No. Is it football? Oh no. I guess it is. Is wait. it hockey? Is no, it I ho- think it's hockey or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is hockey. My bad. I don't know why. Is I it football? hockey? Fuck you, Mike. 
No, because I, I, no, I said hockey earlier, and I'm like, Jesus, wait a minute. That's aggressive. I, that sounds wrong. And I was like, ugh, yeah. That, that looks like something. Oh, so it's, it God. makes it even worse, because none of those have anything to do with hockey. <laughs> a castle and a fucking lizard. Only in Vegas would they do this shit. <laughs> Only in Vegas. Um, yeah, have you guys ever seen the documentary on Netflix about the Portland Mavericks? No. They were an independent baseball team back in the 70s. It was actually owned by Kurt Russell's dad. <laughs> what? Yeah, oddly <laughs> enough. And it, it was at the at the park at where the Portland Timbers play. Oh, before, nice. Before, before it was a PG park. Yeah, I remember going to the, see a lot of baseball games. The Portland there. Mavericks used to play there. Oh, God. This is a combination Oh, my of... God. <laughs> wow. Got a Goomba in what there. What a disaster. <laughs> Wait, so what were the Portland Rockies then? They because that was because th- when I went to go see baseball at yeah. PG Park, there was the Portland Rockies. They were a minor league team. Oh, well, same with the Mavericks, right? No, actually, well, technically, the Portland Mavericks. That's what's interesting about the stories. They they weren't part of a They're minor league baseball. Yeah, they weren't even part of the major league sort of thing. Like circuit. it was an independent team in an independent league. Oh. So it was like hippies and you could do drugs. <laughs> like they did drug <laughs> test. It was a whole fucking. I mean, that name very right there alone is better than oh, look at this dude. the Golden yeah, Knights. For sure. Oh, man. Because we still have a minor league is. team, right? Hillsborough Hops. Hillsborough Hops. Is, are they. They're like single the... A ball. So it's like super low. They're like 19 year old kids. They're a farm team to the uh, Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks. That's right. That's what I was going to ask. Andrew, t- yeah, Portland Mavericks. Type in that. These are all way better names than the Golden yeah. Knights, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just hit images. But they were, uh, yeah, like I said, I think it was Kurt Russell's dad that owned the team. I click on that. Any of those like '70s mustache pictures. Battered best battered, the battered bastards of baseball is the name of the documentary. Well, when I was in North Carolina, so we crazy. went out to see the Durham Bulls. Oh that yeah, was cool. I guess in Bull Durham. Yeah, yeah, that's that a baseball cool. uh, territory down there for sure. Oh yeah, I'd be I'd be stoked to get a Portland baseball team here. Oh fuck yeah, I would. I just didn't know it was that popular here. I mean, if we were gonna have all this gonna have all this god-awful traffic nowadays <laughs> let there be a legitimate excuse for it now yeah really yeah <laughs> i'm kidding what else you got ac all right so we all had heard about those terrible wildfires in california they're yeah. still going on Jesus oh Christ. like it's... multiple deaths 41 dead so far jesus it would go How... go down a little bit yeah right there uh, is this like from the same fires from like months two, ago that are still going on? No, this is f- relatively recent. A couple oh, okay. weeks, give or take. Two hundred and thirteen thousand acres burned. Fifty-seven hundred structures. How burned. are these fires starting? Is just because it's just too hot? Forty thousand people are still waiting to return home. Jesus, good God! And the last podcast we did, we were com- they have a bunch of pictures comparing before and after, oh, man. and it's like a full blossomed city like a fucking normal town and then the next it's like hiroshima yeah you know, like just a nothing that's just devastated awful. town well that's what i'm saying like how are, how are these ones starting are they just 
Well, is it just way too hot? It's both, man. I mean, it's a little global warming. I think it's making things extra long and dry. Like the seasons are going on longer. Yeah. It's California. I mean, there's too many people. So it definitely wasn't a dickhead kids. The one in Oregon was. The one in Oregon was. Yeah. Yeah. There's another good documentary on Netflix about the California wildfire season. And it's fucking, I highly recommend it. It's so crazy. Because it just keeps going on longer and longer and longer. Well, I mean, you just think they... The know, season, just, it won't... Yeah, they can't get think, a handle on it. Well, I mean, you just you think with how far we've come with, you know, science and ways to, like, maybe not make, you know, or ways to, like, neutralize these things without it being impactful to the environment. You figure we would have figured something out by now. Yeah, How? I no, like... I mean, yeah, as you know, as much as we get into technology and we progress as a society, things like that still happen. Yeah, it's fucked. And it's... and unfortunately, it still takes the old fashioned way <coughs> of putting out fire. Yeah, with water and suppression. Yeah, you know, and and manpower. Yeah, and like and semen and a lot of cum, <laughs> tons of cum. <laughs> We need all your cums. Uh, Can you imagine? Oh, never mind. That no, we're, we're not going to go into that. Can you? We're not going to go into the can you imagine scenario with that. Can you imagine if they realized that cum was the way was to put out best, fire? It was the best thing to take out fire. No fucking all shortage the, of that. Yeah, but it's, it's fucked, and uh, we all feel for those people. Um, and there are a ton of ways to help. I mean, uh, what do you got there, Andrew? It's ways to donate. Yeah, there's a whole a lot of here. stuff. So Map- basically, th- this is for the equivalent of people, like all the people who are not in their homes. It's basically the equivalent of them hiding out in shelters during floods yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and they need help, man. Like, I mean, it's really bad. And they need they need supplies, they need medical supplies. There's people. It's not it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's in one of the biggest, uh, richest states in America. Yeah. Well, then fuck them. <laughs> Puerto Rico first. Yeah. Puerto have, Rico buddy. first, baby. Can... <laughs> no, Pull yourself good. up by your bootstraps. <laughs> Napa Valley, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Get out of here. <laughs> it was meant to be. That nah, is a bummer, though. Huge I hope, bummer. I hope, I hope they get huge, huge figured bummer. out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what is that one on the left there, Andrew? Black. Talking right, about bears. Black bears are very good at getting to food left by humans. Really? No <laughs> fucking shit. Should've Headlining come, news. Should have kept. Should have kept. Came under afterwards. <laughs> One bear has even learned to open bear canisters by throwing them off a cliff. <laughs> I, I mean, saw a video of a bear drinking like a, <laughs> a bottle of soda or something. Oh yeah. And he was just putting it in his mouth and lifting his head back. And, like, he figured out how to chug the drink by just, like, walk, 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 walk. Yeah, I but wish he, they had done one with beer. He yeah. Was just, like, he was just getting trashed. He was just getting trashed. The coolest bear ever. Aw, <laughs> ducational is what that says. Aw, that's cute. Well, anyways, yeah, bear-proof canisters have been consistently updated to deal with bears who teach each other. Yeah, how to they're, open. they're pretty smart. <laughs> they're easy to scare, but they're pretty smart when it comes to... Yeah. You know, dumb camper. How people. many times have you encountered a bear? Huh? How do you know they're easy to scare? Because they always say, from what I remember from scouts, is like, you know, 
you just have to make loud sounds and like try to be above them. Yep. Like mm, yeah, yeah, they are like. No. Um, Interesting. Because if you try to run, is it if you try to run away from them? Yeah, no good. Yeah, they they go after. Well, you. that's good to know. Yeah. No, bear, I mean, bears them. are that's like terrifying. the worst thing to run into. Yeah. Yeah. They, startle they, a bear or. They run faster than you. They yeah. can climb trees faster than you. Yeah. There's higher. a good chance it's bigger than you. And they can yeah. swim super fast. And there's a huge chance they're bigger than you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... So that was news? The, the, Not really news. They just figured something, out how to open Something containers. to break it up. <laughs> it's just an observation. <laughs> On Stateside something Podcast, fun. we have a little segment called Bear News. <laughs> we should. Oh, look at those little bears news. fighting. Oh, man. Oh, that's adorable. You slept with my sister. No, I didn't. She came on to me. Wild oh, Kangaroo Street Fight. Hold on. Wild Kangaroo Street Fight, Aussie style. Click on that, Andrew. Oh, dude, oh, that's it, like all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. I love this one. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at those guys. They're fucking crazy. Yes. They just kick each other in the balls, don't they? Isn't that like Couches a thing? or some shit? No, yeah, they're, they're just, boxing. They square up with each other, dude. All yeah, buff. dude. They're. Look at them. Like, Deer looking motherfuckers. Seen that video where the dude just punches a kangaroo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The kangaroo later comes back to his house like a week later, like scratching on his windows. (laughs) No way. Yeah, dude. I haven't seen. You're not kidding. No. You're. Shut up. I'm not kidding. The the video where the guy's seen that video. I don't know if it's connected, but I've seen that video. I mean, because. I mean, I could be same totally kind of time wrong. frame. Yeah, it was because it was only like a few days later. Because it wasn't like this kangaroo was like that far from his house, kind of thing. Wow! So I think it, like scratched. Well, the, the one I was thinking is the one where the guy's like boxing a kangaroo. Yeah, he goes and punches the kangaroo. In yeah, the face saves or his dog. Yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah, that's the one. Some dude his yeah, dog. Yeah, and right? then that same yeah. kangaroo, like a few days later, goes back to his home or like is scratching on his window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wants to like square up. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they, don't uh, fuck with those ruse. Oh, dude, they uh, yeah, yeah. This is the video. And I heard this guy worked for like a zoo or something. And he got fired because of this. He's trying to protect his dog. Yeah, which is look just... at him just hanging on to the dog. He's like, yeah. got him in a headlock. Yeah, <laughs> look at him. So funny. Fuck Boom. yeah. I think he's just like so shocked. Like the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, the kangaroo's like <laughs> fucking mammal. Oh my god. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Homo sapien. See, I think he, I think he was yeah, play more that again, shocked to get punched in oh, yeah, the, the face kangaroo. by a human. Yeah, he didn't expect some guy to punch him. That kangaroo's not fucking around, though. And don't they have, like, really long nails and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like they're it. really dangerous. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Just punch him in the face. Oh, my God. He's, like, practically the same size. It's crazy. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion. Little tiny Get the oh, out of here. Just go up one. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> just walks away. I'm not even scared. Like, All right, <laughs> dude. It's weird how jacked those fucking kangaroos are. <laughs> yeah, like bodybuilders. They really fucking do get jacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's good stuff. Yeah, nature what? is interesting. Fuck Australia. Yeah. What do we got there, Andrew? We're about two hours in, give or take. Ooh. We're right about there. 153. We can start wrapping this bitch up. Um, Watch your language, please. Well, I guess we talked about some of the stuff that you have coming coming out or bands yeah. that you worked on. Um, where can people find you? What's your Instagram handle? Oh, it's just Dream Awake 
Mike? At Dream Awake. No, it's at Dream Awake Audio. Isn't that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're wrong, Mike. Your handle is. Well, your Instagram is at Dream Awake Audio. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I know that because I tag it. Oh, no, it 17 is. Times okay. I just no, it used to be Dream Awake Mike. And that's, <laughs> that's how I always remember it. And then when I had to turn it into like a business Instagram. Thing, yeah, there we go. That's at, what happened. At Dream Awake Audio. Yes. Um. That's uh, that's pretty much everywhere, right? If people type in that, they can find you. Pretty, yeah, absolutely. Or your name, Mike Psalm, which is spelled S A H M. I think my Twitter. Oh, no, what, what my Twitter handler is. I think it's Chick Hicks right now. Chick. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was going to Because we all got my buddies <laughs> and I got on this weird cars binge thing for a while, like the the movie cars. Yeah. And uh, I've never seen it, by the way. Oh, it's it's great. I is love it. it. Wow. Dude, all the Pixar movies are always. It doesn't matter how old you are. They're they're always entertaining. And cuz uh who's the guy who plays who does the voice of Chick Hicks? It's a uh, it's a uh, I always wondered what that Chick Hicks thing was, your handle. Dude, I had no idea what that I just it was. you have to pull it up now cuz it's like the most ridiculous thing dude or oh. Andrew just stepped out. I think oh, he's he stepped out. Jacking dude. himself off. Yeah. Um I'm just going to pull it up on my phone real fast. He just does this thing. It's so stupid, and it's probably not funny because you would have to like watch the movie or whatever. Yeah, you're now. Chick oh. Hick, Chick Hicks TM. <laughs> it's uh, I'm trying to think who the guy who does the voice of him. Um, who who's the one, who's the like country comedian guy? The like he does something else, right? Oh, the, he does Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, he does, does something else. the. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Yeah, no, he does the uh, the tow truck character. Oh, uh, okay. Which I f- can't think of his name. Oh, right. it's Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the the address is actually at Mike Psalm for Twitter. Oh, okay. It's good. Chick Hicks, but at Mike Psalm. Michael so. Keaton does Chick Hicks. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you gotta... So I'm a huge fan of Keaton. Oh, yeah. No, Dude, he's great. rules, man. Yeah, Beetlejuice. So when you hear him do the ka-chugga, ka-chugga, <laughs> it's just way funnier thinking of him doing it. Right. Like in my head. Like okay, so see... that's where that comes from. Yeah. And so. Oh, I didn't know that. Because everyone in my band has like like just a ridiculous Twitter handler and I didn't have like one for the longest time. Like right. mine was just at Mike Psalm for the longest time. We've talked about your band, but how do you get in touch with your bands? How do I get in touch with my band? What's the name of your band? Exactly. It's called Impulse. Impulse. It's the most uninspiring name ever. It's uh, <laughs> at Impulse PDX? Yes. At Impulse PDX for the band. Uh, where can they find you, Neil? Uh, at Neilio Engel. N-E-I-L-I-O. And that's Instagram. Where can they find you, Andrew, that just walked back in the room? Instagram. Don't mind if I drew. At don't mind if I drew one of the best handles ever. <laughs> that uh, is a good that. one. Um, I'm at James Ian Macmillan. Uh, that's my personal one. And then for stateside management is at stateside MGMT. And the podcast is just has- hashtag stateside podcast. We don't have our own Instagram, but for now you can find us on all our in- uh, individual Instagrams. And the what have yous. Um, yeah, next week we got a good guest. Uh, I believe Logan Lynn is going to be on next week. Still haven't 
quite confirmed with him and his his management, but sounds like that's probably going to happen. Um, thanks for coming on, Mike. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, man, we'll we'll do this a lot. I mean, you're whether you want to or not, you're going to be on this show, my I'm man. Always, I'm always <laughs> ready to make a make yeah. a hot pod. Just, hot hot pod. Just start touching my dick. Okay. Just start touching it. If I so if I touch Neil's dick more. I get more yeah. pods. You get more that's pods. How it, that's how it works. For every touch, you get a pod. Touch my that? dick at a Golden Knights fucking hockey Cause game. Because eventually, this will not be a podcast with different guests. It'll just be me every time. It's just going to be you. Touching yeah, dick, just, you know. The, the mic's on <laughs> show. Uh, Neil, you just wrapped up Not My Weekend. First mixes. First yeah. mixes. That should yeah. be done any day now. I've got... Love yeah, it. Four we'll have those boys on the show. That are going to be coming out. <coughs> Which ones are those? I'm doing some new Alisana stuff. Not my weekend. Sustainer all season. Couple of uh, little miscellaneous single mix projects that haven't been what I have to talk to you about. By the way, yes, we will. Um, that haven't been official yet, but it's looking like it's going to be a really busy end of the year. So. Love it, man. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's it for now, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for checking in. We love you. Bye. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing <laughs> so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you